Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 129 of Games My Mom Found. And who's What Are You Buying with me tonight? Uh, hi, my name's Nick Palio. Welcome back. Hi, I am Blake Anglin. And welcome for the first time. Thanks for having me. And returning once again, I think this is either my third or fourth one that I'm doing. It is uh, Cody Swampborn, House Laveau, professional animal wrangler, warden of the Riverlands, bender of limbs, winter soldier, gentleman adventurer, former handsomest man, 2018, breaker of hearts, treasure hunter, friend to every animal <laughs> on the pleasant or on the planet Earth, and of course, father of Grovers. Yes, it is the Cajun Crippler, the Acadian Nightmare, the Crescent City Saint, your one and only Cody Laveau. No ostrich lover in there. Oh, that's uh, that is classified. <laughs> Still love that time. What an intro! Thank you. Yeah, that's why he went last because I knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah, this is your fourth time on here. Oh yeah, fourth time. Let's see. We did Dead Space. We did um, Alice in Wonderland, and then yep. we did. Um, and then Snake what Eater. was? Oh, I, dude, I love that game. Awesome <laughs> Such a good game. I love Snake Eater. All right, and before we get too far, one quick thing I do want to say: if you're hearing this around the time it comes out, we still have the Patreon poll that we're doing for our first pilot test episode. So you can throw as little as a dollar. You log on to our Patreon. You'll see a link in the show notes. You can vote in the poll and decide what the first episode of pilot test is going to be where we review a pilot. We have four options. So definitely go ahead over there because you have till July 4th when I'm going to close the poll and then go whatever we have. So by the time you're hearing this, we'll be a few days away from that. So And uh, and uh, wait, what's, what's, uh, what's your name again? Did I not say my name today? No. What's your name? <laughs> I am Mike Elberton. Wow. You think I have to do this over 130 times? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mike. Okay, that was funny. I did not see that coming. Thank you. Uh, and we are here. Oh, Ashley, Cody, do you have anything to plug? Uh, just I am on YouTube under my own name, Cody Laveau. I have a movie that I am currently uh, doing the edits for about Las Vegas. So uh, just check out my name on there and uh, you can't help but find it. All right, and you will see a link in the show notes for that. And I want to introduce what we're going to be talking about tonight. We are talking about Resident Evil 4 from 2005 for GameCube made by Capcom. So I guess we're not having my wiki open right away. <laughs> the 2005 classic. Was this ever ported anywhere else? Because I feel like there's not enough versions of this. It came to the Apple Watch, and that's the only other thing it's ever been on, I believe. I, I think you can now play this thing on Leapfrog, Smart Fridge. LARP. Uh, graphing calculator. You know, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I mean, it actually is on GameCube, play, P- PS2, Windows, Wii, iOS, whatever the hell Zeeble is, PS3, 360, Android, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Oculus Quest 2. Probably only beaten by uh, Dragon's Lair and possibly uh, Tetris, I would think. Uh, I would guess are the only two. Skyrim is flying. Yeah. Like Skyrim's trying to like catch up with it, but dude, there is no excuse not to find this game somewhere. No, it's beaten. available. Oh yeah, I've beaten this game on four, five different systems at this point. <laughs> so, oh, first I should ask, what system do we all play this game on for this playthrough? I played on PS4, New Game Plus, because I was lazy. <laughs> uh, like, I got lucky; it was on sale on Xbox, so I picked it up on my Series X. Like, what did we play it on? Like. Last time, because yeah, for this playthrough, if you, I mean, I know you guys join later, so you might not play it again right before the show. So I played it on a Wii, <laughs> which I've heard is the best version, the of that. definitive right? version of this game. The thing is, you're not really wrong. <laughs> I played on the Wii before too. It, it, 
it actually works well with the whole Wii controls. It works well, but that for a Wii controller doesn't mean that it works well. As relatively speaking. Relatively Has speaking. everyone played the original, the GameCube original here? I played the PS2 original. I, I own that version, but I've never actually beaten the version that came out in, uh, what was that, 05? And for this round, I played the 2014 uh, Steam version of that game. Okay. Every version after GameCube is pretty much just the PS2 version at that point, which has some of the extra stuff that we might talk to we'll talk about. We'll see. And I don't think there's any big differences otherwise. I don't think there is much one. Changed. Oh, what's there that? There is. The original GameCube version has a glitch that allows Ashley to suplex the Ganados. Oh, yeah. And, and, oh, and yeah. they removed that. So took away the best part of the game, unfortunately. Suplex City. <laughs> suplex City. That's only in the GameCube version. Huh. Hmm. All the times I've played this game, which is, it's been a lot. I've never known that. You have, you have to slam them with a door as Ashley. And if you kick the door in while they're stumbling, you can hit them with the suplex. Serious <laughs> belly to well, belly suplex action. Action with that. Ashley's got like a ton of core strength to, to pull that off, too. She works out. I'm yeah, she you, needs that is, to work that out. Is, She's carrying that is a lot of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is some Brock Lesnar strength right there. She gets it. So this game, for those that don't know, is the fourth Resident Evil game. Sort of. Eh, we'll go with that. You know, there's more than that. But it takes place six years after what happened. Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, saw so the Raccoon City incident. Umbrella has failed. And they're gone, supposedly. And that's kind of where this game takes off. And the big thing about this game is that this was the big change in the series. For anyone that's been a fan of the series later on, 5, 6, where you get the much more action-y titles. And that was, this was the beginning of this. And I know a lot of people were upset when this game came out because it wasn't your classic horror-style game. It wasn't what Resident Evil was known for at that time with 1, 2, and 3 and Code Veronica, which is what I consider the real 3, but neither <laughs> here nor there, that this game, you know, changes. And I, I think it changed for the better. Absolutely. This is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I like hot, 1, 2, and 3 a lot. So. Right <laughs> so it's interesting to think what could have been. Development began in a late 1999 to early 2000, and it what what started off as Resident Evil 4, eventually became Devil May Cry. And then they started off a, uh, you know, a new branch for what we know as Resident Evil 4. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's fairly well known that this thing went through, what, like three or four different versions up until they got the over-the-shoulder sort of wild whatever this was that is totally different from what the three, four, five games that came prior to this, right? Yeah, there's the Fog version, Hookman version hallucination version and the final version there it is yeah yeah some of the early videos where he's like walking around what seemed to be like a castle at night seemed really cool but thankfully we got the spooky village which is <laughs> and i think one of those versions had like evil dolls which 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 they sat on for a very long time uh up until this year uh with village and you had like the weird dollhouse i i think they've been sitting on that for Shoot, since like 2003. Just wait. that in the back just, pocket. Just wait, just wait to put dolls in there. <laughs> I'm glad there's no dolls in this game. I don't like dolls. <laughs> they creep me out. Salazar and seems like the kind of guy who might collect dolls. Have you played Village yet? No. Dude, I thought dolls were the worst part of what that section was going to be, and I'm not going to spoil it, but there's, uh, yikes, scariest thing that has ever happened in that series happens in that dollhouse. Mama. <laughs> someday i'll get around to eight i yeah. one day i do want to play it but i don't play anything when it comes out so hey just like me same i can't with this show it's too hard i'm too damn busy i have like a, a history with this game i have one also one of my one of my bigger regrets in life involves this game 
So early on when this game, when I first, when it got announced and it was first at my local EB games, I actually went over the only reason I reserved this game because the guy at the store, they had the cardboard cutout for Resident Evil 4 and nobody had claimed it yet. So I'm like, okay, I'll reserve the game, get the free demo disc so I can put my name on the back of the cardboard to take home the cardboard. And when the game released some time after that, I was able to actually take home that cardboard cutout of Leon from the promotional thing. And my biggest regret is I brought that home to my parents' house. And then over the years when I did move, before I had a chance to come back, it got water damaged. I think it got peed on by a cat. But <laughs> it got water damaged, and I had to throw it away. And that's still my one of my regrets. Because <laughs> I, I, I have the room now. Like, I could put it in my basement, but it doesn't exist anymore. Leon's only weakness, uh, cat pee. Little known facts. I have to tell that story. <laughs> it's not very often I get to do it. But the demo is what exposed me to this game. And the demo is the first section with the village where you get to... You know, that first section where you fight the, the chainsaw guy and that that was all in the original demo that they released, which at the time there was no downloading demos. You just got it on a freaking little GameCube case. It's one of the all time great intros in a game, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I would say one, one, one of the best. Uh, what is that? First 15 minutes ever, ever put in a game. I absolutely agree. Yeah, it, and it does so much by setting you up for the entire story, but also treating its audience like they're smart people. Like it gives you these little instruction booklets and that's kind of it. And it just says, you go out there, you die and then come back and try again and see what you can figure out. It is very much like the end of an era in that, in that uh, you could look up what the uh, controls were, but it didn't really want to like hold, hold your hand for anything. I mean, there's some prompts, but I mean, they don't, they don't spend the first hour of that game where they'll like slowly, I'll like teach you how to do stuff. It's like you you can use the knife from the start, but you got to figure out how to use that knife. <laughs> yeah, it felt immersive in a way that few games before had really done so. Yeah, I mean this. I want to say this is the first game that lets you target third person the way it does with the laser sighting. Then you lock onto enemies, let you target like a leg or a head. I think I want to say this is the first game. I don't think any game before this had done that. Win back for the N sixty four. Oh god, that game. Okay. Yes. I, this is maybe the first good game that ever did that, but I know like like when when that came out, and I played Winback from maybe a year after it came out, and it was unlike anything else, and it didn't work very well. But playing four later, I think I was the only person alive who went, "Oh, this is just like Winback." Come on, you guys all know Winback, right? I, I, I do, do remember <laughs> Winback actually. <laughs> I don't know what a Nintendo sixty four is. That's not a bad thing if you weren't kidding. <laughs> I, I never played Winback, but I know of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably wrong, but I think that was the first game that ever did the over-the-shoulder third third person thing. But I think this was definitely the first big mainstream uh, one that definitely did it right and everybody played. Because um, if it wasn't for this, I feel like we wouldn't have like Gears of War, Mass Effect, any of the really yeah. cool stuff that came on yeah. after, like right Dead afterwards. Space seems like a, a direct continuation of this, basically. It's hard well, to actually, imagine what we uh, When um, we talked about this game, Dead Space uh, was uh, supposed to be a sequel to System Shock 2, and then, and, and then they played this game, and they loved it so much that they turned it into its own thing and sort of made it RE4 in space. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you would not have Dead Space if it weren't for this game, literally. <laughs> One thing like interesting about that whole village scene is that it can play out differently. If you don't go into that one house, you never have to deal with a chainsaw guy. Like, I've done it where I've just ran around and avoided the shotgun, avoided him, and just 
picked off other people. So I wanted to get a, a newcomer's perspective. So I let my fiance play it, who's not much of a gamer. It was her first time. And she got absolutely mauled by Chainsaw Guy without ever finding his shotgun. <laughs> Sh- straight out of the bat. Well, he didn't um, spawn until she went in the house, right? No, she ne- no, she never once stepped foot in the house. It was it was pretty impressive, actually. Oh, he still spawns? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely. there from the beginning. Um, on the, on the, uh, I played it on the PS4 about a year ago. And um, if you don't go into the house, he, the chainsaw guy is still there. He's just roaming around. He's, I think, might be a little bit farther back. But you can hear the chainsaw immediately. Oh, yes. I didn't, hmm. okay. Then I'm wrong, because I thought I didn't spawn him before, and I've done this part. Okay. I thought so too. It may uh, be confession time because this seems like a a a a great time to bring this up as as any time because you were saying you wanted something fresh. Um, this is the first time that not only I finished this game, uh, this was the first time I played this game for more than half an hour. <laughs> so I basically uh, played this game fresh for the first time in 2021, and I, right. I I started with two again for the N64. I then played like five. Seven, three, two make, three make. I basically <laughs> played everything but this up until this point. I beat Village before I beat Resident Evil 4. And, th- and then I got a bunch of r- references in Village because of this. <laughs> in That's fact, kind of I, I, I agreed to be on this because I knew it would be the excuse to finally finish this, which is like the biggest spot in my like whole whole backlog. So. Yeah, it's a good one to fill in if you've never played it. Absolutely, especially playing like every other game but this one somehow. <clears throat> so, do you feel it holds up? You know, in twenty twenty one, as like a newcomer to it. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I I think I definitely see a lot of flaws in it that um, people with the uh, nostalgia for it like don't have. But um, dude, it is incredibly solid. It's other than the uh, controls for it. I've I I played it on my Xbox One. A controller just plugged in into the PC, but um, so I mean, it, it it played really well, if not just a little bit uh, stiff. But other than that, super super playable. Yes, some lot. quality of life changes that it could use, but otherwise, I thought it yeah, yeah, just still a fantastic game even now. Like I, I honestly wish I could take the uh, controls uh, from five that I felt were a little more tightened up and put them into this game. Does but, five have hot swapping? That, I think that's the that's the biggest miss, right? No, yeah, is it is it you had to go back into the menu just to just just to swap out your gun? Which yeah. I, I don't remember if five had had that or not. I, would I don't think back. five does. No. Okay. I, I uh, although I am also one of the few freaks that loves five. Five's a good game. Absolutely five's a great game. So, I'm, so I've got five queued up five. now. Love I'm gonna five. I'm I'm gonna dive right in after after this podcast. I think. Ending yeah, no, for that game, I still think is the best ending to any RE game ever. Which, which the bar is a little bit low because most of the final bosses for these games <laughs> kind of suck. But that final fight with Wesker is just mwah, chef's kiss. I'll, Love fight. I'll always remember just the the boulder punching scene. Oh yeah, to five. So <laughs> I think sticks with me more than anything. Such a classic yeah. scene. Which which folks clowned on that, but four had so much just amazing cheese to it. That oh yeah, four like, so so it, silly. Yeah, which is just amazing. So like I I don't get how somebody could say that punching the giant rock in five is somehow like we're jumping the shark when like there's like a 
a, a four foot tall Spanish guy in like a three cornered hat that turns into a giant room monster. But punching a rock is is just is just too far out of out of line. Also, also has a giant stone uh, titan that comes to oh, life yes. and is like this. that oh. you have to quick time away from. It's 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 a it's a beautiful progression from oh, from yeah. all this oh, to God. the boulder punching. Absolutely, absolutely. the quick time events. Well, Leon takes those. everything so seriously, which just gives like he. I think Leon is very dumb, but he's so earnest and he knows he can shoot a gun well that he just kind of fumbles his way through life and so everything just seems so darn honest to him and he wants to try so hard chris his, i think he's <laughs> just dumb <laughs> not chris not the brightest but but leon just has repartee with everyone you just yeah you, he, it's he has some really good he has some really good one-liners in that he has some zingers for sure it's that yee ass haircut <laughs> I, I love nick leon carter in, in to save the day That's, that's 2005 as it gets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's well. In RE, he's probably my favorite protagonist. But this is the game that because I didn't really play to not then at least, but so this game what made me really like that character so much. Well, he's kind of a cipher in two, so it feels like this is where his personality comes a little more into play. And there's there's actually a lot more story to this game than I realized because I don't. Well, I read the notes, but before before we did this episode, I've been doing watching a bunch of videos to make more sense of the story. I never really completely understood all of the connections of what was happening in the background of the game. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot more than I thought it was. Yeah. But, and like the whole village had already been there before. And the whole idea that the lost Luminados were a myth that was told to them, passed down, passed down by generation. And, and, and that's where all that comes from. That's why you go through the town, you see all this stuff because it had been something that they knew of, but then they were all indoctrinated into religion, not really completely by choice because the chieftain had been brought into it. And that church that you first go in, the church that you go into where Salazar is, apparently was the church that Chief Mendez was the head of before he became the head of the town. Oh. Hmm. The stuff I didn't know. But um, like the, we didn't really talk about the gameplay too much. So it's a third-person camera over the shoulder. You can't move, but you can aim and shoot. And depending on how you shoot the enemies is how they affect. If you shoot them in the face, they stun. You can kick them in the face. If you shoot their knees and they stumble, you can suplex them or kick them, which then will stun other enemies. And I think that's what makes... This game so interesting. I want to say, does this game have an adaptive adaptive difficulty? It does. It okay. is. It, I don't think it's ever been confirmed, but it, it seems to be pretty widespread knowledge that it does. Because I, I believe, in, yeah, that it does. Just kind of watching it too. Well, just the way that I was getting no ammo in this game later. <laughs> right. It wouldn't drop ammo for me at all. Well, I, as I said, I did play this on New Game Plus because I just didn't feel like going through the game again normally without without better weapons, which. Became a handicap near the end of the game when they stopped giving me ammo. <laughs> I didn't get any ammo later in drops at all later. In yeah, the it was it was tight for me near the end of the game too. And yes. I, I'm a, a, a knife everything, just try to conserve ammo as much as possible, and was still running low. Oh, I just shoot everything. I unload Same. so often. Uh, I'm a hoarder. Yeah, no, Spirit. I, I definitely yeah. Well, and I I think I carried one of each gun, which I which I guess people. Uh, don't actually do that or, or aren't supposed to do that because I I like the uh, uh, I like the red nine the uh, a TMP mine thrower striker semi auto rifle all all in the same lo- yeah, so loadout. Did we talk loadouts. That's that's an interesting way. Just strap everything on you and go. Yeah, yeah, which is what I did. So um, and I threw the uh, grenades pretty much as soon as I would get them because I I, I wouldn't have room for anything else if i didn't because i only had like 
10, 10 free slots holding all of the guns. I feel like there's two types of people. There's people who use their grenades and people who sell their grenades. <laughs> I sell every in this playthrough. <laughs> I sold every single one because I didn't need them. When I play the game, new game, I keep them and use them. Yeah, I'm a grenade user. I alphabetize and color. <laughs> yeah, organize definitely. my grenades in my yeah. attach case. Um, but I I I love the grenades because you can just channel people into like a narrow hallway and then bam. Grenade Back up so and, just and you're just done. Just chuck them and then you're done. And it's Beautiful. so satisfying to just watch them all like catch on fire or blow up. It's 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 beautiful. Yeah, it's there's some cheese. some great bottleneck cheeses in this game mm-hmm. that's just so fun to exploit. Yeah, and I love the fact that like, well, we talked earlier about the chainsaw, all the instant death. Like the first time that when you're playing this game and you got to see the chainsaw guy and he just there he just kills you instantly if he gets to you. Just just lops that head clean off. Amazing. The first time it happens. I think the Chainsaw Man was like my first rage quit in a game (laughs) as like a 14-year-old. Because I didn't understand what was happening. No one told me this was going to happen. And then it happened like three times in a row. I just couldn't (laughs) do it. No, that was my... yeah, Yeah, that was my first experience with this game i was a freshman in college and they and they were playing this game in the dorms and they and and they handed it off to me and i played for again like 10 15 minutes uh that village scene happens dr salvatore runs out lops off my head and i'm like ah like screw screw this man i'm gonna go back to i like playing smash brothers or something and then i didn't play it for another three or four years so that so that that was the first time I didn't finish this game, and it was specifically because of that chainsaw man in the first fifteen minutes. It's a yeah. challenge with him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was great watching my fiance, a non-gamer, just struggle with that for a solid two hours. And I, I feel like that's that's what makes me think the dynamic difficulty so real is because about her tenth try, she just shoots three or four zombies, and then the bell rings. We're just like. Fuck it, we're moving on. Okay, that is fast then, because it's mercy rule. Yeah, yeah, we're and, we we got shit to do. I know it's based on time or how many enemies you kill. Whatever happens first. Interesting, because I know I've done Chicago typewriter where it's been over like a minute, you know, seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I just unload and take out everybody. So yeah, I, I was always curious about that. What triggers that? But that's what I think I love about this game is that this game also keeps everything going. Like you know, after that first initial scene in the village of the chainsaw man, you know, chainsaw guy, Doctor Salvador things start to quiet down and you just have a couple parts. You go through some areas, you fight a few guys, you even see guys just walking around, just, you know, throwing hay. you know, they're not even bothering you at first until you start picking a fight, which I do immediately because <laughs> I know this game. Yeah. And I, I love, guys. I love the fact that like the uh, God, Gnados think they're what they're called. Yeah. Gnados. Okay. Gnados. And as I was, as I was doing research for this video, there's actually different plagas that affect different people. Like apparently the plagas that like Krauser and Salazar and all the main you know villains have is a I think it's a called dominant brain. Yes, I never knew that. I was always wondering why they had effects until all the other people were just idiots. Yeah, it's why they can keep their kind of personality aspect not turn into mindless not zombies. And so it's the... early in this game where you have that first scene where you don't. I mean, you won't even see Ada depending on how you play this game. You go into a room, you get choked by Mendez, and this is when he. He chokes you and he sees that you have the same blood or he sees that you have the lost plugs inside you. You already been infected because earlier in earlier in the game, you got knocked out in the end of the first chapter. And depending if you don't, if you just keep going the game, you won't see it. But if you go, if you turn backwards and go back into the room, he'll start choking you again. And then Ada will shoot him through the window and you'll see her red dress. Harder, daddy. 
<laughs> I never knew that. That's pretty great. Yeah, and that was actually one of the first scenes I want to say probably Game Informer had in the magazine where when the, before the game came out, they were advertising the scene. They're like, oh, is this Ada? Who could this be? Why is she wearing these, you know, same right. outfit from two? Who knows? But that was the first like initial like people showing that she was in this game. And that was just such a cool scene that because I missed that scene like three times on all of my playthroughs. And I think by accident, I, actually, I found that scene. I was like, whoa, I never even knew it was here. And no one really ever talked about it. And then I talked to my friends. They didn't know about it either. And so it's just the game never really holds your hand to do anything. They let you find out information about the game at your own leisure and just treats you re- with respect. Like if you don't rescue the dog in the very initial area, the dog won't help you when you're fighting El Gigante for the first time. Exactly. There's no hint telling like, hey, help this dog. It's just like, hey, there's a dog here. Yeah, just context clues. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's the and, dog. No, I have to leave that in. But I, I, I love those little touches about this game. Like, so Cody, I have a question for you. Did you shoot any of the crows when you saw them? Uh, yes, but mostly because when I when I play games, I just try to do everything that just to see if if it will happen. And I don't like to use guides unless I'm just absolutely stuck. So, so yeah, I like shot the crows and sure enough, they had like money and bullets. So uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know what the crows are expecting to go down or what's going on with that. Although, all, all, although I guess crows are um, drawn to very shiny things. So that actually might make more sense why they would have those. You know what? You know what game? Smart. So that's why the birds, because they like shiny things, you know. Um, Mother, but, but, yeah. but, but like I did go back into that room because at the end of that cutscene, when uh, Rasputin, I don't, I don't, I, right. When he, when, but because he, uh, once he's done stepping on your throat, he turns around and goes back in the room that you just came out. So my first thought was, I wonder if I go back in this room, if he'll be in there. And sure enough, he definitely was. Um, I also shot the water uh, with uh, with uh, the, the the big fish. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, and just instantly died. So I think I found a lot of secrets just by accident. I shot a Luis, and then he murdered me. So I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a thing that can happen. I've never done that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if you're in the cabin and you like shoot him th- three or four times, he will get pissed off, and then he'll be like, adios, Leon, and then he just like murders you. So I, and I do that constantly. I see, Hey, can I, can I run out of bounds here? What, what would happen if, and this game, uh, showed me more of that than, um, I expected it to do. It, it, it was a lot like snake eater in that way, where there's a lot of hidden stuff that you could never see if you just didn't try it out. And I, uh, I, I really, really, dug it because it catered to people like 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 me that like to mess around with within a game you know like my first time playing this game i didn't know you could break the barrels that are all over the place oh my <laughs> god well then no wonder you wouldn't have any ammo right <laughs> no not this well, place this is a oh, long okay. long time ago i knew you could break the crates but i didn't <laughs> know you could break the vases break the barrels like now i break everything i see and that's the only reason i had ammo because the enemies wouldn't drop any right. <laughs> This game is so good about playing with your expectations, too, because as mm-hmm. soon as you get comfortable breaking barrels, they'll put like a snake in one, you know, just yep. just just to catch you off guard there. This game mm-hmm. is so good at that. I knew which it. ones had snakes. And before I opened them, I just knew exactly which one to do the knife to. I, played oh, I used the knife anyway. 
That's my infinite goal of ammo hoarding. Use the knife on anything possible. Well, I use it all for the crates, but I like I know exactly which crates are going to have snakes now because I played this game like ten times. Yeah, Hello. which okay. which uh, which those snakes carried uh, chicken eggs for yes. some weird reason. So, I'm not sure why or how they would be carrying that. They swallowed the egg hole. Nah, but then uh, but then the, the golden the, chicken eggs that are laying everywhere. Is, yeah, all, is all all over all over Spain. You know, as we all know. <laughs> Oh, you can get happens. killed by the cow, though, by the way. Oh, really? I didn't if know you that. Really, if you knife wow. the cow from behind him and you do it, I don't remember how many times, but I know I've done it and he's kicked me before. I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> I remember, I'm, I'm remembering correctly. I've been hit by that cow. Do you get anything from the cow if you kill it? No. No, I, no, I knifed at this point. Because I, I lit those cows up and I didn't get yeah. it. Oh, and, and, I, and I believe those uh, snakes are either, I, I, I would say they're probably uh, asp. Uh, vipers, depending on where they are in Spain, because that's why you have an a- animal guy on your podcast is to let you know <laughs> yes. what fake venomous snake is uh, in uh, w- whatever fake part of Spain uh, this is. But yeah, this is southern this is Spain. That's probably in, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it could be a false smooth, but I'm pretty sure that's an asp a viper. I would I would put money on that because it's definitely venomous, but not too venomous. And I and that's another thing. I love the game setting. I love the fact that you're in Spain, that you start off in some kind of rural village running around. And it, and the game has two great areas out of the three, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> the village, I think, is a very good job of playing of just, you know, giving you n- new experiences, teaching you how the game plays. You never you're never really overwhelmed too terribly. There are a couple parts that are a little tough during the village. Like there's a one part like, like what well, I still hate this boss. Like you fight the giant salamander in the water. Mm-hmm. Which you're on a boat and you're throwing hooks at it. I have always hated this fight, and I will always hate this fight. Yeah, it's my least favorite boss fight in the game. I think afraid of water or just or just don't like. Oh, it's, don't, it's just an annoying just, fight to me. Yeah. yeah, you lose a lot of your agency with your weapons, and I, I never feel like I'm in control of that boat. No, no matter what I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not. Here you go. I'm yeah, always learning more how to do it. Like I learn how to dodge the debris and stuff. I still just don't like it. It's just not. I don't. It doesn't feel good. It's one of my favorite fights. Oh, it actually is. I mean, it's so much fun. Is you're just you're battling a giant underwater tongue. Yeah, just it's giant fun. fish monster. I thought yeah. I thought it was a very cool kind of boss. I just wish that it had been ex- executed better. But I really like the I, the idea of of what that was. Like Resident e- Evil needs like giant mutant uh, like uh, beasts in their games versus like. Uh, Versus dudes with like a bunch of tumors all over their body, because I, I think I feel like that's most of 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 what they have. Although this game did it a lot better, but yeah, most of that time it's just big, gross, wi- like William Birkin looking looking monsters. I, I like that though. Except I did enjoy the Boston's game. I do enjoy when you fight El Gigante, which is a giant yeah. like troll. And that scene as you're heading toward the church and they're trying to stop you, and they just open the gate and you just see all these, you know, not. God, Ganado is trying to open the gate, and they use and the El Gigante comes out and kills them all. But you can pass by that scene earlier, and you can hear him making noises inside the gate. Yeah, it's just I never caught that until this playthrough. So there's a part soon thereafter where it splits. Right, you have a bunch of Ganados on one side and another Gigante on the other. How did everyone handle that part? Cody, how did you do that part? I did both. Um, I went to because there's a note that's saying that if you're going right, there will be the uh, L. 
Ah, Gigante. And then if you go to the left, then there's just going to be a bunch of regular townsfolk. So I went, I want as much loot as I possibly can. So I'm going to see if I can do both. So I went over there and I beat the big guy first. And then I doubled back around or I found the merchant and then I doubled back around and killed all of the villagers, uh, which it turns out there were two ladies holding chainsaws in there. Uh So that was pretty exciting. But I think I had the riot gun back back, uh, at that point or, or at the very least I had a lot of shotgun. You had the original shotgun. Okay, so, but yeah, but I found that that definitely helped um, if if I just backed into, like, a, a corridor, let them line up and just mowed them all down, and so they never even got close to me. So that was actually pretty fun. I don't know if you're supposed to do both, but... You're I, not. I, uh, a I, lot of people do, I think. I, I did. There's treasure okay. on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you loops. could do both until just now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you I, just have to double back and then flip oh. that switch, and you go. And I love side. just the trail of notes that that they leave that just explicitly lays out every part of the plan as you're going through. And my favorite part of that whole thing is is you find the note with the two ways, and uh, so I go right, kill Gigante, and immediately after five minutes of real time, there's another note. It's like, well, sh- shit, that American agent's really good. Now we got to move on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, how fast are you writing the these things? I've always liked the notes just because they're written in English and everybody speaks Spanish, but they're it like, wait, no I got to yeah. write this Who are these for? Which is so nice of them. It's, it's, yeah. it's very convenient. It's like, oh, the American will never know about the boss I have planned coming up here in seconds. It's like, well, fuck, I, I do now, you know? Dear diary, so can't five read minutes ago, <laughs> Leon F. Kennedy uh, because we all know his 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 full name somehow just killed our giant ogre monster. Time to hop on the chairlift that uh, that we built here for some reason. I hope he doesn't find us. And then he just sets it down. <laughs> right, right there. Yeah. I, I hope in my in, my, in, in the actual game it's just the same villager writing all the notes. And then, like, he's just kind of, like, building up a repertoire. It's like, ooh, the American did this today. The American did this today. Oh, my traps. <laughs> and it's a wonder that they didn't this pull guy. this off because they wrote so much exposition in their notes. It's like, I really hope that the village chieftain's eye isn't found out to be the key for this door because that would <laughs> suck for us. Anyway, drop I'm gonna the leave this on the table the room and before. make it glow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, I didn't really thought about that, but you have a good point. Like, why are you writing these notes in English when you all speak Spanish? It makes no nothing in the game. Mexican makes Spanish Amazing. for some reason as well, which I was, which I thought was a little bit odd, because um, I, 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 I believe in most of Spain, it's spoken a little, with with just a little bit more of a lisp when they speak Spanish. Speak of Spanish, so, it's more of a lisp because yeah. because the king had one, right? Like King Alfonso or something had a lisp, and then it became the dialect of Spain. Yeah, they could mostly be speaking like uh, Castilian Spanish, which uh, m- m- most of my family is from Seville. Seville. Oh, okay. So then you would know this way better than me. Was that was that not Mexican Spanish that they spoke in this game? So some words are, some words aren't. It's a mixture of everything. Ooh, interesting. I, I actually also think there's some Portuguese. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? because I can buy the Portuguese. It's all, it's all the same language. Clearly. Yeah, Italian and Spanish are the same language. But yeah, it, but also southern Spain also has more blonde people. And so the fact I that all the villagers that. are uh, dark haired and kind of fair skinned, it's like 
this is northern Spain. This is big. <laughs> this is not southern Spain. Well, then they well, wouldn't have any. They're still using the pasada wherever they are, which was, uh, I believe, a few years uh, gone by the time this game came out. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say it should it should have been the euro, much like in a village, they're still using uh, the old uh, uh, currency of I believe it's Romania, but they're but they're still using lay there for some reason. I mean, this is gold, isn't it? Gold essentially, pitas. Yeah, p- pasada is the it's the, it was the currency of Spain for until like uh, two thousand one or oh. something like that. Um, so it is a real currency, just a, a bit outdated by the time. Yeah. The game oh, came out. I thought it was just gold all the time. I, I thought it was just a made up currency. Yeah. And, until yeah. I started kind of looking into it. That's cool. But I do want to talk about the first time that you see Ashley in the village. I, okay. So I've hated her in different playthroughs of this game. I have no problem with her anymore. I think like the first scene when you first see her, and she tries to hit you with a two by four. Cause she doesn't know, she doesn't know who the hell you are. I like that. Understandable. I yeah, like her fair. Ashley this playthrough. I had no problem with her. At all. She, has, yeah. she has great fashion sense. She dresses so well for a fall aesthetic. I gotta she, say. She has two sweaters for some reason. She has like you got the sleeveless sweater. Dressed in layers. And then the yeah. other sweater around her waist. Yeah, well, you got you got one 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 sweater to party and then one sweater <laughs> to cozy. So you gotta know what you're dealing with. And mix that with like green skirt and knee-high boots. Yeah, I have, I have no idea what she thinks is That's just gonna practical, happen. You know, you want to you want to dress in layers if you're going to be kidnapped to Spain. So good for her. Yeah. The 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 thing I I had always heard about this game because that was the literal like furthest I I had ever gotten in this. I, I had never made it to her up until this playthrough. The only thing I had ever heard was was how annoying and difficult she was to play with, and I. Did not see that at all in this game. No, no. Like, but like everybody talks so much shit about her, and like I didn't think she's the best character ever, but she's not near as bad as as kind of you know as like her her uh, memes would would lead you to think. I've I've done way worse escort. I I do wonder if they've improved her since the GameCube version. That's that's why people think she's so bad. I love how she ducks when you like whip your gun around to like shoot somebody and then she'll just like hit the deck to to keep from getting shot. I I thought that was yeah. a cuz you can absolutely kill her. I, I did that a couple times. Yeah, I did too. Uh, she ran in front of my rifle bullet a few right times. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I've never think, killed her before. Yeah, she's I, I killed her a, a few couple times. times. I, I shot, shot her when twice. she was being carried away before. Okay, maybe I did. Okay, I should rephrase. I didn't kill her this playthrough. Okay, I had killed her before, though. Okay. I think I, think I killed her because my friend said, if you shoot her, you won't kill her. And so I killed her. <laughs> and you fell for it. Classic. Classic. Yeah. One thing that we kind of glossed over, like the whole way that Leon even gets to this town, which I want to go back to, is that he goes around pushing a picture. Have you seen this girl? Have you seen this girl? Just walking into people's houses. And <laughs> okay, so, so why did face. they send one guy that doesn't even speak Spanish to go after the president's daughter. Did they did they ever explain that? Well, because look at this photograph. Well, they <laughs> every time it makes me laugh. There are and two uh, there are two guards with you to start yes, with who I assume are to go to with her. you even though they could like translate. They yeah. like, hang back at the car and smoke. They have yeah, dickhead. Don't and they don't even fire a gun and they just get hucked in I guess over over, over the cliff. We see one of them 
uh, their corpse gets fed to the giant fish monster, but the uh, other one, I guess, dies in the car. Like, well, he's uh, burned alive inside the uh, the opening village with the chainsaw guy. Oh, yeah. was that was that who that was? Yeah, yeah they're both, they're in two different places. You can find them in the game. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't even look that close and see that that that, that was him up on the stake. Okay. I think the first time you zoom in with your little binoculars that you have on you for some reason, it like kind of pinpoints you in the middle of the screen. It's like there's one of the policia. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even- I always I took that as like, all right, the, these guys are bad. So like they're just farming, you know, but it's like, all right, they've clearly set this guy on fire. So it's okay to kill these people, even though they're just tending their own business. Oh, I didn't even look through the uh, binoculars. I just ran right just in. right in. Yep. I just chose violence immediately. Fuck because this town. Exactly. Everyone in it. So you were role playing as an American. As myself, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Colonial Leon. Exactly. That's Spain. Excuse me, have you seen this girl in this photograph? Bam. Nope. Well, turn head wrong, wrong way. He picked way up the axe because I went in his house. Got to shoot him. No questions. Yes. We, we had, yeah, had man, to kill him. It was just self-defense on, on his part. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy American was totally justified. Yeah, if somebody just shows up. Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't even knock. Language. And yeah. then just robs the guy. <laughs> straight off the bat. Steal his pistol ammo right there. These, uh, we, we should remark on how much just ammo these people have lying around and in barrels and boxes. It's doesn't especially, make a lot of sense, especially since none of them carry guns. That's what's even stranger. Well, yeah, it's just the minigun guys. But the rest of them, yeah, just just use uh, like crossbows at the oh, most. I have a question for Nick and Cody. Isn't it just a regular town in Texas though? Having all this ammo on everybody. But up, up, but up, up. Yes. Yeah. Every time I pay cash at the gas station, I get a free Bible and a thirty-eight. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what are you buying? I have these big wooden crates. Oh, gas. Uh, and it's yeah, gas. I just fill them full of one box of pistol ammo. Yeah. You know, just just pistol ammo. It goes goes in any kind of pistol, as we all know. Yeah. There's just one kind with a picture of a bird on it. The the one brand of of ammo of pistol ammo that shoots pistol bullets, this which, game are, was actually which are completely different from a machine pistol bullets somehow, yeah. which is what a lot of people wouldn't get. Is the TMP should probably be shooting the same kind of ammo as the Red Nine, but uh, for some reason it's different because it has a picture of a jackal on it instead of a bird. So I know they're all nine millimeter bullets for your handguns. I don't use the TMP, so I couldn't tell you what. I don't either. What kind of nonsense they they put in there? I have no idea what what kind of gun that's supposed to be. Um, I'm sure it's based on something real, but I have no. It's idea. like an Uzi ish weapon, but, but not not really an Uzi. Yeah, I I could get into specifics of why it's not, but I I mean, there's probably some kind of British handgun that that is that I've just never heard of. But it seems almost like science fiction uh, for the way that that thing's built. It's probably just a Russian airsoft gun because it doesn't <laughs> do anything in the game. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great for um, shooting uh, the 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 red buttons on the ceiling when the when the spike trap's coming down. Yeah, so it's which does happen twice. Yeah, it's per. Yeah, yeah. So then you've got to take up twelve spots in your in your briefcase, which I don't know where he's carrying that in 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 his briefcase uh, for uh, for those two sections with the with the red spike buttons i do want to talk about that one scene that still no matter how many times i play this game i still love it is when you go in the in the cabin and you end up getting surrounded by ganados and they're all coming in through the windows and coming in through the door and i always love the line that lewis has which is the guy that you meet 
in this game for a couple parts. And he goes, I said, no more than 50 invitations. And I didn't get that line this time either. I wasn't paying attention or it didn't happen, but I didn't say that either. Maybe it's definitely in the GameCube version. Maybe they changed it. Took all the good shit out of the GameCube version. Is it dynamic audio or dialogue depending on like what you do in the game? Because I don't think think I got that one either. Good question. I know I've heard it before because I made this joke many times over the years, but maybe they changed it. Maybe. 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 But (laughs) that cabin part is still so good, though. Like just. Just fighting all those guys, and you can you go upstairs, and you're knocking down ladders. And again, that one's also either timed or based on how many people you kill. And it is it's so good still. The, that cabin scene, along with the opening section of the village, really demonstrates to me how much of this game is basically like an action puzzle game. Having the tank controls and not being able to shoot at, at the same time as you move really allows... Like gives you the ability to put yourself in position and then figure your way out of like a certain move and and like a chessboard or something and then reposition yourself and then do it all over again almost like you're taking like turns and turn based strategy. I had to look this up. Uh, the fifty invitations uh, is his bottle cap uh, voice clip, but doesn't appear in the action. It's oh, a reference to the cabin oh. fight, but doesn't actually appear in the in the cabin. Okay, my memory was wrong then. That's where I must have heard it from the first time. Then I which it does it. reference the cabin, so you 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 had the connection right. Okay, huh? That's cool. Oh, well, that's my memory. I played this game too many times. My memory's all jumbled up with what happens. The game just did... kind of exists in my memory. It's just all out of nothing at once. Maybe you didn't do the shooting galleries. Yeah, I I did those once in this game. I think I did one in the castle, and I played it once, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what this is. And yeah, I decided I, that I did not have time for it. So. Yeah, fuck this. I, I, I'm not getting weapons or anything. It's like, I don't care about bottle caps. Let's, let's you go. You get money if you get all a row. But, and you get, I think that's, I think you just get a lot of money. I don't think you get anything else for it. I can't remember, though. It's been a long time. But the only other thing I, I want to say about the village. So as you're, I think we covered most things in the village. But the last thing to cover is the whole, the fight with Chief Mendez before you go to the castle. I mean, this is where you need his eyeball because, again, we were saying before somebody left a note and said, hey, if you have his eyeball, you can open this door. So you have to go <laughs> you go to a cabin to fight him. And this, I still enjoy this fight. I love the fact that he almost kills you if you don't do a quick time event. And then you blow up the cabin and then you have to fight him. And he like splits and splits and t- splits into at one point. Like, it's still so cool. Man. Yeah, it's almost like out of the thing yeah. is what it always reminds me of. Yes. I, 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 I was trying to think of what that made me think of. And that is very John... Carpenter's thing, just body Big horror time. with the spine like extending out. Yeah, sort of like a weird spider monster to, where 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 he'll walk and then you'll blow off the bottom half and then he'll start swinging from the from the rafters. That's uh, it was it it was incredibly uh, clever and just disgusting the way that they did that. Yeah, really good fight. It, it's it's really intense too because like the entire cabin's on fire and. It's just they know how to raise the tensions to a point where like this is like life or death situation. And boy, man, these, this game is good. This is a good game. <laughs> I don't think this is an unpopular <laughs> opinion, but boy, I really, really like this game. It's hard, though. Like, I will say that it is hard to use. They're not hard. Well, I'm saying wrong word. It's hard to fight. Like, I had a hard time with this fight the first time I did it. This playthrough because I was cheating. It wasn't too bad. But I remember him being an asshole to fight before because he goes on the ceiling. He's running around and killing me and uh, I just kind of make a loop, so you just you just shoot him and fall, and then shoot him and climb, and he just really can't do much to. As long as you can hit your quick time events, he's he right. can insta kill you pretty easily. 
Yeah. Right. Which I which I just kept running back and forth to each side of that room and then pulled right. up. I think I think the rifle shot him in the head and then he'd fall over, I'd knife him and then book it to the other side of the room. I love the rifle so much. It's yeah. maybe my most I just love sniping as many people as you can before the fight start, just evening the odds for yourself. Yeah. And that first rifle you get is still re- I, I know I want to say it's actually very powerful even late in the game. I don't use it late in the game. I always ditch it once I get the semi-auto, but I want to oh, say it's yeah. pretty well. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what its special uh, upgrade is. I didn't I didn't I never keep it long enough. I think it's just damage. Yeah. Okay. And I like how the fact that like the game progresses as you as you finish as you beat him because the whole point is you're trying to get to the first chopper to rescue you, but somebody shot it down. <laughs> so that's why you're having those issues. And which is what then leads you end up going to the castle. I think this scene of you running up the hill, shooting the truck, everybody's chasing after you and you just run into this castle to escape, even though you put, put yourself in a worse situation. It's still so cool. Yeah, that's a great little scene, too. I mean, it it, it feels overwhelming in the sense of like, oh, but you, you have the agency as a player. It's not a cutscene. You just have 50 right. Ganados rushing at you. And so it kind of organically pushes you to the castle without taking your player agency away. Uh, uh, something this game does numerous times to just fantastic effect. And I, I got to say, I love the castle. I also love the fact that when you get in the castle, they take away Ashley. I think it is pretty quickly to take away Ashley. A couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Kind of get her and yeah, lose her exactly. and get her and lose her. But no, the first time is when she gets, she starts coughing up blood because she's infected. She runs from you and just happens to hit the wall in the perfect spot yeah. for the thing to chain her to the wall. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you fell in one of my traps. Like she ran into a dead end. Like you got lucky asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really special trap. Like, oh, if, you, this one up. if you were a little, a little too slow, the spike would just impale you instead. And then you'd be dead. And then they'd, they'd be like, oh, we killed Ashley. Well, I guess this, our plan is finished. Their whole yeah, plan is I to... was going to say, like, like they try to kill her kind of a lot. Multiple times. And like, and... isn't she key to like infiltrating? And I think there was a note that's like, well, if plan B happens then we'll just infiltrate our other way by invading. I'm like, well, then why did y'all go to the whole business of the convoluted plan A with the president's daughter and then sending her back? And shouldn't that, they, shouldn't they have just like pushed her towards Leon and said like, oh, I guess he got us so that Leon could bring her back to Washington, well, D.C.? Supposedly the plan is to infect Leon too and have Leon take her back. Well, he's infected at this point. He gets infected yeah. pretty early on. Yeah, but they do it like immediately, like like yeah, like before you even fight two, the one, two, chieftain. Yeah. Like they should back off immediately and just let them both run out. I mean, there there's there's only Reaper one way to at that point. I mean, I I mean, there's only one way to like to like uh, uh, get rid of it, and it's on that stupid island lab. It's so. so they they would have probably uh, been mindless before they even got back to 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 the U.S. Right. Yes. So there is one note, throw a throwaway note maybe, but it says something about the lost plug is kind of taking on the conscience of its host. So maybe if Sadler's not close by to like exert his influence, you know, it doesn't really do anything. Maybe a little leeway there. It's kind of unclear. Okay. The whole timeline of the lost plug is just unclear to me. I can how long it takes to grow and. And yeah, do things. Well, I mean, entire plan very arbitrary. To, like send Ashley back and like get everybody infected. Would Sadler come with her when she did that? No, oh, totally unclear. And um, when did they exactly give Ashley the lo- the Los Plagas? Because presumably she got it as soon as she got there, and she's still before, doing okay. Some point before, before you. you that's why she's. Her. Right. Infected or you know infected enough that Sadler can control her later in the game because she's already had it where you got it later. 
But like well, Leon seems to be getting pretty advanced. He's only had it for a few hours though, right? Or yeah. am I just crazy here? No, it's, it's it feels totally arbitrary as you're playing, okay. honestly. Okay. Well, doesn't it, when you uh, when you fight the lake monster, don't you collapse for like twelve or eighteen hours? Yes. I guess it is night by the time, but but even then, like that should have been days versus like Leon with like a day or two, right? I mean, I don't know it, how long Ashley's been so gone. It mentions it takes years from the initial like excavation until mm-hmm. the villagers themselves started kind of showing the yes because. Page. When they first started mining, there everything was already dead, and they found fossils. It was the spores that infected miners from other towns, and then they were able to use that to cre- to create them, and then they started infecting people. Right, which, which I just is found a pretty cool different. little touch. Yeah, it's good though. Was, is this like a prequel to The Last of Us? <laughs> Ooh. And apparently, when we get towards the ending of this game, I can actually I actually understand now what's happening for the first time in the fifteen years I've been playing this game. So but we'll get there later. But I, I love everything about the castle. The castle is so good. And Salazar, he annoys the hell out of me, but he's a fine character for this. Oh, yeah. Salazar's great. And I guess I never really like, I knew he was the ca- like part of the castle. But I guess as I was watching videos before this, he inherited it from his family who had owned the castle for years. And apparently whoever owned it a long time ago was part of the loss. And I got what the hell's her name. Lost Illuminados. Yes. And they got killed during the crusade. And then that's when the Lost Plagas were then sealed underneath. And then Sadler had known about it because he knew about the religion. And he was the one that convinced Salazar to make up for what his his family had done and to excavate under the castle. And that's how the whole problem starts, which I didn't know. Okay. Salazar. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't know how well this plan holds together. Yeah, very, half, very haphazard. Very um, 80s action movie. Uh, James Bond kind of plan, which I guess fits for everything else in this game. Yeah, yeah it's definitely it's. There's a certain level of camp. I I I, I think it works. Like it doesn't take oh. itself too seriously at any oh, time definitely. for sure. Oh, definitely. And it's fun still. Oh yeah. And the I, fact I, that the enemies change, like when you get to the castle, you stop fighting villagers, and now you fight guys in black cloak mm-hmm. with shields. <sighs> and yeah, oh, those <laughs> rocket launchers inexplicably <laughs> rocket launchers and wooden shields it's amazing <laughs> and maces or not maces but chain a uh, ball and chain yeah the big yeah. uh morning star f- or flail or whatever you call that thing yeah they are the shields are annoying because the shotgun doesn't really take them do justice you the rifle the rifle aim the headshot the rifle is, yeah problem solved and the punisher right. the the pistol can do damage through the shield true oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, seen I, that because I, always, I always go for the red nine as soon as I get the chance. As soon as you get the chance. Disappears. Yeah. The Punisher disappears every time I play this game. As soon as I get it, just jump, disappears right back into the shop. It's like 10,000 gold right there. 10,000 <laughs> pesadas. And I actually have never used the red nine until this playthrough. I've always never bought it. And then I got the black tail every time I played this game. And I used the black tail all the way through thinking that was the best handgun until people got mad at me when I posted my inventory. <laughs> People, well, your inventory was a fucking mess. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that thing on purpose. A mess. <laughs> Normally, I, I care. Stuck with the original. It's got the highest crit chance, and I just like I'm always going for headshots, and that's not a great play. Starting yeah, a handgun suck. It's a very high risk, high reward uh, gun sure. right there. Once you look, because isn't the special upgrade like increased crit? Uh, yeah. So, so it's great, but the problem with it is, especially with headshots and your crit shots. If you have one of the guys who has like a second form, they almost always instantly go into it. You know, no kickback or no nothing. So 
it's it, it doesn't end up being as as uh you know effective as it it seems we also should mention that all the guns can be upgraded and you get upgrades by getting money and you upgrade your guns and you unlock like exclusive features once you finish them yeah which is one reason i love this game one thing that was missing in my new game plus my guns are all upgraded so i lost that dopamine hit and i was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it took away something for me from this game but a great element and um I get one of the first games that I can think of that kind of, you know, action games that really let you almost are almost like an RPG light element in the sense that you're just kind of upgrading its money and not experience. But but that sense of progression, you know, was was just really novel and super cool, especially at the time. Yeah, it's one reason I love this game, because I could upgrade things because I could. I mean, you can play this game so differently. Like I I mean, it's not like all of us probably played a little bit differently, which you'll get more later in the show I want to talk about, but like that's the fact you can play this game differently because depending on what weapons you use, that's what the enemies are going to drop ammo for you. They're going to drop ammo for the weapons that you're using so you can keep using those weapons, not forcing you to use other ones. There's the rumor that it's actually the opposite, that you tend to get more ammo for weapons you're not using. Although yeah. my, last, my last run, I only used the pistol, the Red 9, and also the Riot Gun once I got it. And I got a lot of rifle ammo. Okay, and maybe that's TMP. true because I did get a lot of rifle ammo in this yeah, game. Yeah, I got never lots even of rifle the ammo. TMP and just fucking flooded with TMP ammo throughout the game. I only yeah. get it when you find it. I never got it from people because I never that's used good it. Good point. I, I don't. I never really thought about. It. I don't know if I if enemies dropped it or if I just found the the preset TMP ammo. There is a lot of preset ammo in this game. Yeah, for sure. Which I know was one of the complaints for a lot of people with this game is that there was so much preset stuff, but and so much dropping. But I love that. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I never felt like I was um, other than a few uh, sections of it. I never felt like I was uh, flushed with like ammo, other than maybe rifle, because I, I didn't. Uh, I I only use that in certain circumstances, but I feel like I was always a little bit nervous for ammo, even with all of the stuff you know all of the uh what did you call it preset where where it was just in boxes and stuff i feel like even with that i was still kind of hurting for it yeah it's so just expertly paced one of the best paced games yeah. that you oh definitely find just in all ways really yeah i i will say that um even though i love five i don't think there's been another resident evil game that was paced quite this well yeah it's it's a master class in, in level design and just just such such a good game and Glad we're discussing it. Is especially when it's like very linear and it just kind of feels like a series of rooms off for the most part, where it's like these little five to ten minute oh, like you said, almost like puzzle sequences where you where you have to figure out how to get into the next room or like how to get past um whatever the enemy that you face in this is, and then you move on and then you're in another five five to ten minute room, which when you describe it like that can almost seem um, kind of boring, but all of them are different enough that it. I was never uh, bored and I had no idea what to expect was going to be in the next five to ten minute room. Does that does that make any sense? It's like, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very linear, but also, uh, you know, it, it gives you the, the agency to, to approach it how you want. And it also um, kind of makes step, you, yeah. well, well, and it also kind of makes you slow down and it's showing you, something different constantly. Yeah. yeah, just a series of set pieces that just all work in beautiful tandem. Bingo. This is a game you can play in 30 minute to hour chunks and be totally fine. And you can also play it in 8 to 10 hour marathons and just oh, yeah, constantly be rewarded by all the new shit they're popping out at. 
Well, and I and I also love the way that 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 they would take these kind of super enemies and then put them in new and scarier <laughs> ways. Like uh, uh, like the first time you fight the big Wolverine blind guy, uh, you're in like a big open uh, like dungeon, and it's frightening because he 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 will just charge at you, and you're like, if this thing gets me, he is going to rip me up. So Instant I kill. have to, to run around this right. Like run around this giant pillar and and like shoot the bells. What am I going to do in this big open space? And that, then the that second time so that you great. see him, the second time you see him, you're locked in a cage with him. You're you're in a phone booth, and that's just. I mean, it takes that anxiety from that first time, and it just ratchets it way. That is way the up. worst part in the game because you know exactly what that thing can can do, and it gives uh, you some. Like I I just thought that. It says so much without saying anything, if that makes sense. I, I love the first part, too. You have to kind of lean in close to him to press a button, and the camera just zooms in. You know shit's about to yeah. pop off, and you absolutely cannot do anything about it. Yeah, the game is cruel because in like that way, but also like the El Gigante, where you have to choose which route. Because you just fought an El Gigante a while ago, and you're like, yeah. well, do I want to do it again, or do I want to go to a place I have no idea about? And so it gives you this, like, kind of this de- moral like this dilemma pick like your poison yeah, pick your poison and then and then towards the end you see two of them which is just another way that like ratchets it up again how, how are they feeding these people these things are <laughs> huge that's a great question actually i hadn't even thought of that all those cows i guess all this yeah uh, that checks out but like the wolverine fight in that dungeon i think that is a just such a classic boss fight because you can do that fight a couple different ways i always leave ashley now on the stairs because i know better and then I go down there because the first time I did, I brought her with me. Don't do that. I brought, I brought her with me. Yeah, too. I, yeah. I everyone makes that mistake. Me. I think. Yeah. I mean, and I just love this because I remember when I first played it, I didn't know you could shoot the bells. It wasn't. I don't think it was right away. I noticed the bells, but you shoot the bells. He runs into the bells like it is so cool. You can shoot him and try to get him to smash the wall, but it doesn't work well. <laughs> you can't run. Games. If you run, he yeah. follows you. Yeah. If, yeah. If the video game has a bell or a water, waterfall, you're shoot going it. through that waterfall. Go you're through, shooting yeah. that bell. <laughs> yeah. I found with, uh, kind of... Oh, I, I, I was saying I, I, I found out with him if I just walked really slow, he wouldn't hear me. Yeah, walking. Yeah. So, you can't. Right. Ride. Yeah. So I just kind of slowly moved ar- around the uh, back of him and just blasted that thing on his back and then ran like nuts and then stopped and had to. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I do. But but I, I, I could definitely see there's a few different ways to skin that that cat, which is, uh, again, just brilliant sort of. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I like boss a design, you know. What I mean? Absolutely, I loved it. definitely. It's agree. one of my favorite, and I I love just fighting him. I hate him in the cage. Like you were talking about that cage, I fucking hate that fight in the cage. <laughs> I, but the first I think fight that's I love. The point is you're is you're supposed to hate that thing. It's, it's terrible. I mean, you can anxiety. I think the best way to do it. I think I either I grenade the door open or I shoot Flash the door open with a rifle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah it's, I always have a couple flash grenades for that. Just stun them, shotgun open the door, and then you're free to pick them off as you like i know the first time i played this game i died and i died and i died to this part it took me a long time to do this part the first it's time tough. oh it's it's tough that that whole section is just filled with giant fuck yous just I mean, one after another castles like that like after you lose ashley you're running around the sewers fighting the stupid bugs you're yep. fighting guys in oh, long bugs. corridors they just keep coming at you like you have a lot of big parts that i think are very well done in, in the castle well yeah. i think they just My didn't want you to get to the island yeah, they're throwing everything they got at. There's a section where there's rocket launchers behind like the hid 
a picture, you know, and then you, you open a door and there's just two of them two foot from you. Just like, what? How the fuck did these guys get here? And I, I've done it where I've shot them. If you shoot one of them inside the painting, they'll blow up each other. I've done that before, too. Oh, that's I've amazing. The grenade, too, the RPG. I mean, you can. Nice. You can shoot crossbow bolts out of the air. You can shoot all that stuff out of the air. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I did do that. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. Hitting a, hitting a scythe while it's in the air coming towards you or hitting a di- one of those people who are throwing mm-hmm. the dynamite, one of the best things in video games. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, that, so and that sound of like, of, of like hitting that scythe and it's that bing. It's <sighs> knock. Oh, it's mm. beep. Yeah, that's the good. Love yeah. that sound. Things that make this game so good. There's there's another boss in there. So the uh, the uh, the the knights that come to life. You got four of them, and then there's like four more. I don't like them. That's one one of the the biggest like bullshit fights. But but the pro tip is there is that you leave Ashley right outside that door. So when you walk in, you're you're locked in, and, yeah. and they can't murder her. Yeah, I don't bring her. I brought her in the first time I played this game, but I don't bring her in anymore. Yeah, she got killed right off the bat the first time I played. It's like, well, yeah. rude. Yeah. Not a good idea to bring her in that room. Yeah. Nothing good is going to come out of it. That's a particularly tough one. I struggle. I, I died three or four times to that particular yeah. fight. Same. It's a, it's a nice change because those knights only show up in that one part when you're trying to get the two chalices. Mm-hmm. Like another interesting part in the castle, you actually have to get to play as Ashley for a, a small part because she has to... Because when you get separated after she got chained up, you have to then she we play as her where you do you can't fight the guys. But it wasn't the first time through I learned you could take the torches, you can light the guys in fire and actually. Kill oh them. yeah, yeah. What really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's certain the lamps tor- and it auto throws too. So yeah, it, you, you She'll throw it right at them. Yeah, you can right miss. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I found out this, this time playthrough. Like I missed. You just pick it up and she just kind of throws it automatically for me. So what she had that. She does, that but if you. If they're if they're if they're too close or too far, it will miss. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I admit it where I missed, and he just grabbed me and hugged me instead. And I'm like, well, this ain't how it's supposed to work. <laughs> then you can lock one of them behind a gate, or you can lock both of them yeah. behind a gate if you, depending on how you do it, to hit us. Because you have to hit you have to hit it when the button switches. You got to keep tapping a button. Yeah. Does anyone give Ashley the yellow herbs, or just like deal with it? Sorry. Uh, I did this time just because okay. that the yellow herbs are how you increase your max health. Except in this playthrough, Leon's health already maxed out because I already beat the game once, so I just did Ashley too. But I don't do it normally for her. I'd rather sell them than give her more health. <laughs> I did three or four times, but I expected her to be in the game more than she actually was. Yeah, you just so don't like, need it. But yeah, but but uh, look, uh, like looking back at that when 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 you realize you can make her wait or hide, yeah, it's completely unnecessary right it's easier to just keep her safe than than worry about her taking any damage exactly she can take a lot of damage real fast yeah for sure but usually i like it they'll try to pick her up like if she gets caught in the crossfire right they're they're trying to to steal her away so they don't necessarily want to hurt her which i guess helps you yeah they open a portal up if they grab her and carry her far enough if they go through a green like a a a transition an area transition you, you lose the game Right. I thought there was a portal, though, like they opened up and walked through. Yeah, maybe so. I've never seen it. I've always just lost when if, you know, the you have doors you can open like in white and then green doors that take you to a like a, a load in an area. And if, okay. if they take her through one of those, you you get a, a death, you know, cut scene. Okay, I could have sworn. Ashley! <laughs> even even if you're two foot portal, from the door. It's, it's been a long time since I've it's played. It's possible. I mean, maybe if there's... You know, not part. like a transition door close by. They'll they gotta they gotta do something to get her out of there. 
the Americans not going to handle that shit for, for too long. <laughs> I didn't know you can increase Ashley's health. Yep. Oh, you yeah. never it before? Wow. Yeah, give her the yellow herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind huh. of... Yeah, she she again, I didn't find her all that bad. I, I felt like she she got a lot better than at the very beginning. I felt like the, the, the only time that I found her annoying is when she would be trapped up uh, somewhere and you were like trying to find the key to where to where she was to get her out. And she just kept yelling, Leah! over and over again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I never understood the hate with Ashley. I thought, I thought it added a pretty unique element to the game. I thought you like the fact that you could put her in a dumpster was really nice. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do it this play through, but yeah. Fulfill the fantasy. Uh, yeah. So she she does have a, a thing if you if you if your camera finds its way under her skirt she'll call you a pervert and I, I learned this because I got I got knocked down by a, a, a piece of dynamite and right. as I fall down I guess I'm looking up and she calls me out for it as I'm you know dying on the ground likely story yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I tried that dynamite. and she didn't call me a pervert they just, the game just let me look and I'm like this is not what's supposed to happen well, no, I, I didn't know that that actually was a thing because I Absolutely, felt like there was yeah. there was quite a bit of like just in the cutscenes I feel like there was a lot of like there's like gratuitous shot yeah there's yeah. some definite it yeah. was very uh, Japanese at times absolutely you can see your panties in this game multiple yeah. times in the cutscenes which which there's also a line where like where 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 like Leon and and her like jump off of something and he's like. I knew you would be fine if you landed on your butt. And I'm like, Leon, have you like not not that I've been looking hard, but Ashley doesn't really have much of a butt. I mean, she's, she's like a packing. I mean, I mean, she's like a frog in a skirt. There's not much there. Oh, not per Lewis. He Nothing. said she's got ballistics. Well, ballistics are very different. Ballistics I know. Forward facing missiles. Very, very different from uh, from um, what's well, a nice way of saying butt thunder. As a man with a Take. very large ass, I used a sweater <laughs> trick to hide my ass. Oh, oh that makes so sense. That's what she. That's why she had the second sweater. Yeah. So, so quietly, she was. Um, she, she she was pulling the old uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, which no one knows about her. She has a very big butt, and none of us knew it back in the '90s because small butts were in in fashion back then and so they never showed that she had a big butt if she had been born 10 years later she would be praised as a hero (laughs) be praised as a hero she is outside of her own time i mean this is the president's daughter Uh, yes what are we talking about again (laughs) and another thing about this game that everything was actually like lewis the guy that's in the game a little bit like he dies midway through the castle so unspectacular. Yeah. He gets stabbed right through the stomach by Sadler's giant scorpion dick, essentially, because it came right out of his robes. That's what yeah. I always thought of. It's scorpion dick. That's what the official artwork calls it. You can eat those in Spain. It's a delicacy. Ooh. Scorpion dicks. <laughs> uh, and and the, what's great is you get <laughs> actually <know>. relatively <laughs> soon after, and you just come by. She does not give a shit like the body of lewis is just laying on the ground she doesn't remark on it mention it well, just like we we, we gotta I go don't get is he kills sadler kills lewis he takes the sample and he just leaves He's like ah screw you guys you got yeah i'm done see you later Please. he doesn't even try to kill you just leaves he does that so many times like he'll just leave leon and or ashley without doing it like 
Well, he's got to go write the note. He's got notes to write. Like, I mean, the American, like, he just fucking got away. I mean, this is like Dr. Evil levels of bad villainy. Very incompetent. Absolutely. (laughs) So one thing that always stuck out to me is, all right, you have your conversations with Hunnigan and Salazar or whatever. He clearly puts up a a walkie-talkie with no screen to his face like a phone, and then all of a sudden you've got video on I, some other device. It's it's never really clear to me how, how these communications are happening at any given time. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I have no clue. Oh, and and it's they spelled incoming as I N space C O M I N G, which 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 bugged me. And then and then outgoing is O U T space G O I N G. There's some weird kind of translation. I remember. Uh, Leon says something along the lines of, I hate to break it to you, is what he meant to say. But he's like, I hate to break it out to you, Salazar. Yeah, it's a like, lot of you know, strange close, things. But not quite. And then the first thing Ashley yells is, don't come, which, do with that what you will. So, Guys, this I is the Japanese-ass Japanese game. Very Japanese. They say that in House of the Dead, the victims that you rescue in House of the Dead would say, don't come. So I, I always thought that was a reference to, to House of the Dead. Okay, so that would make more sense then. I mean, maybe. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. Yeah, right. Who knows? And I, I like how as the game progresses, the radio, you talk to different people. Like, at first is Hunnigan. In the castle, Salazar hacks your radio, and he's talking to you. And in the island, it's Sadler. Yeah. Which is interesting that they change it up so it's not just the same person the whole time. Which, again, like, yeah, how, how do they get what is it? I guess it's a frequency. It, it, none, none of it's really clear how, how the, any of the communications are. That's how I took it, that they hack the frequency. I guess. Uh, I think that'd be possible. Plaga. Why not? Plaga magic. Why not? So, as I was playing through this game, I had forgotten all about them. Like, I remember the mines existed, but I forgot the mines were under the castle. So, all the part with the mine cards and the and the chainsaw guys, like, I thought all that was in the island. I'm like, wait a second, this happened too early. And then I, but now as I have been watching the videos in the game, that's where the Lost Plagas all come from. There's a little mining operation underneath the castle. Yeah, that's where yeah. they, yeah, exactly. Which is a cool touch, I thought. Yeah, and one thing we hadn't mentioned, we, we talked briefly about it, how when you destroy a Lost Plaga, sometimes things will pop out, and there's three different forms. You don't see the second and third form until the castle, which the second form is like a, looks like a slug that bites off your head if you get too close, and the third form looks like a spider that jumps out and runs after you in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate those guys. Yeah. Me too. But uh, again, that's a cool touch, kind of like a gameplay element. I always took it as, well, this is it's evolving. You know, like this, this Lost Plagas is taking root <laughs> on these people as you play, and I thought that was a nice touch. It's supposed to be three different types of plagas that they're experimenting on and putting in people. I always took it the way that you said it too. That's what I kind of thought. But when I was doing research, that's what the what the YouTuber said. So, so, so are are they different like plagas for the uh, El Gigante and the yes. um, and the Regenerator and the Berserker and oh, all that God. as well? We'll get there. But yes, everything has been experimented on by them to create. That's what Lewis also was doing was helping them create different plagas and stuff of that nature. Right. But he had a lot to do with that, and that's why he finally just had enough and decided to run away. Which Wait, this series does Luis have a lot of... Guy? Was Luis a bad guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, was, turned, he had a change of heart. Right. He was a cop slash scientist somehow, much like Albert Wesker, <laughs> which, which that's weird that there's, that, that there's so many cops that... Also, I wonder if that's to, even true that he was a cop major and that was just the what he said. Cop scientist archetype. Yeah, I mean, definitely he definitely was involved in making 
the different Las Plagas that you fight. It was all him. And then he was also the one that came up with the antidote to slow it down. I think he's also the one that creates the machine to get rid of, which nobody destroyed for some reason. Like, oh, we'll just leave this machine here just in case, you know, we need it to rescue people that we put Las Plagas in or something. Stupid. Right before the last boss is just as convenient as possible. Yes. I'm trying to think any other bosses we should mention in the castle before we get to Salazar. We, I don't think there's, any, there's anybody else. Were the two El Gigantes, was that? Was that oh, yeah, that's in the basement, too. That yes, because of all the interesting lava. fight. You can, because you who can... put the masks on those things? <laughs> One of them clearly went to, like, Hot, hot Topic or went to an Eyes Wide Shut party. Because he's wearing, like a, <laughs> like, a leather mask. So I'm picturing, like, six or seven of these villagers not only sewing this big mask but then climbing their back and like bandana tying it like for no real discernible reason and the other one is wearing like an outlaw like bandana over his face like like he's worried about like uh covid or something so he's like masking so do you guys always drop one of them in the in the lava uh, yeah. yeah yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, did this happen to anybody else where they dropped one in the lava and then they got too close to it and the thing grabs you and dra- drags you into the lava? Okay. I thought I, did it this oh, time. I haven't done it before, but my dumbass tried to run by him and he went, oh, yeah. and grabbed me and pulled me in the lava. And I'm like, I didn't know it could happen. Yeah. I so I think there is is the um, the optional kind of boss. He's in the castle, right? The one you have to freeze. Or is that yeah. Oh, yes, he is in the yes. castle it's after this. But yes, he. I forgot about him, but yeah, we'll talk about him shortly. Okay, but yeah, it, but those, but those, but those two giant guys. I didn't know that you could only use that thing like two or three times. Otherwise, because the first time it was before they even came out, and I was just, like, messing around yeah. with it. You I'm can like, use it oh, more than once. You can use it twice, but that's it. That. No, no matter if someone falls in it or not, you you get you get to open it twice, and that's it. I, never, I always open it once, and and I fight the other guy normal. I never knew you could open it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I but the first time I God. did it before anybody even came out, so I just wasted it. I just died then and started. And that is, yeah. So that is right after the the Verdugo, who is your your nitrogen tank guy. You oh, have those two that? bosses. Yeah, uh, relatively close close to each other. Okay, because that one you can actually like just avoid him completely for like but three if you minutes. Kill him, you get a piece of the crown. The crown, which right. sells for I think the best selling item in the yes. game, actually, if you can yeah. complete it. Which uh, I saved my free rocket launcher for that. For that, that's, I, that's where I, I used it on Verdugo as well. I didn't grab the rocket launcher because my case was too cluttered, so I couldn't hold. This, it. this is Salazar's right hand, which is of course the setup for one of the the, gr- the greatest worst jokes in, in video game history. My favorite it's line a, in the entire game. Ab- yeah. Absolutely a classic. And Salazar's going to send his send his right hand after you. <laughs> Oh, and you're falling down the pipe. I don't hear the sound of impalement. <laughs> oh my <laughs> he god! Yes. The fucking, He's fucking doing the thing, yeah. I love that. It's, you gotta stop everything to do a bit. We're doing a bit right now. Like, what the fuck? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it's old school ear megaphone. Oh, here's the line. Hmm, where's the satisfying sound of one's impalement? I think it was all right. No, I like that. Was, that was a very good. Uh, don't you? <laughs> very, very good sound. Yeah, don't uh, you know no one dies without You will satisfy the stomachs of my cute pets. Also, one of the one of <laughs> one of the one of the many examples in the game of Leon just pulling random shit that you never see. He pulls a grappling hook out of nowhere that could have came in useful. Who knows how many times before now? You know, to mm-hmm. to rescue himself. He's got a tracking device later. He throws on Ashley. That might have been a good idea four chapters previous. Uh, well, well, I think, I think he uses the hook one more time, but it's just 
but but there isn't even a rope on it. He uses it just to hit like one villager towards the it, end. He throws it at someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like completely unrelated reason for that. I'm like, you might have needed that for later. Yeah. Just apparently not. Who knows? Apparently there's one tucked away somewhere. And, and the first time I did that fight with the with the right hand man down below where he's like hunting you above you, I didn't know you could push over the nitrogen tanks to freeze him to hurt him because you freeze him then you're yeah, able to hurt the him. Only and, way to hurt him. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, he's invincible. Yeah. The first time I did that, I just ran around in circles around the room until the until the timer goes for both things, for the elevator and the door. It's not mm-hmm. the way to play it. You can do that, or if you do enough damage to him, it'll open basically right off the bat. Yeah, hmm. but I couldn't hurt him, so I just ran in circles. Yeah. Like <laughs> this. That's why that, I think that's why they give you the rocket launcher a little bit earlier to this, is to have it for this fight. Yeah. Because then I mean, you freeze him, rocket him, over. It was pretty badass. It was, um, man, I, f- I feel like that's been the end to an action movie before as you freeze something and maybe oh, Jason yeah, sure. X or something where they, where they freeze him in that. And then, and then, and then, and then you like blow it up with something. It was a very fun thought. Even, even the game, if you like, look at those, he will be like frozen nitrogen. What's, what's that doing down here? <laughs> what if this will come in head? Yeah, and Later. because there's no reason for that to be down there. He's just like, well, a boss fight's gonna, gonna, you know, happen here, you know, at some point. So we had best leave some, you know, like you know, five or six tanks just, just in case. The only thing missing is the handwritten note. Like, sure hope the American doesn't know that the, the, the nitrogen <laughs> will kill my right hand. How would that that would be terrible? And they just leave it for the elevator. It's still such a. It's, I'm, I usually skip that boss before when I play this game just because I didn't know the tricks or want to waste the ammo, but killing him is much better. Yeah, no, fuck him. He is the worst. <laughs> Can't you just, like, knife him to death? Like, if you just, like, hit him a whole bunch with a knife? Uh, I suppose you could. It would be a. Uh, well, so actually, I don't know because you only have so many nitrogen tanks. So if you don't damage him enough after all your nitrogen's gone, then you just have to leave. I don't think you have any. You just have to run around until yeah. the timer goes. Hmm. That's what I've done before. Yeah, so I don't know if you could get enough enough knife hits with, with your available nitrogen, but maybe. It's a good question. Maybe. The knife actually does more damage than I think most weapons in this game. Oh, it's it's very strong. I forget, because well, I, I watch speedruns of this, and they've said that the knife is one of the most powerful weapons. It just has to be used right. I, I think that's the case for like a lot of RE games, which is what makes the knife runs ac- like actually viable. I know most of the boss fights have special, um, like special knife quick quick time events. Your Gigante does for sure. You can yeah. kind of hop yeah. up on him and and uh, and uh, and your final fight. I know definitely does because I found it by accident where, yes. where 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 I like climbed on 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 top of him and was stabbing yeah, that's him. How, in the that's eye how I knife. always kill him. Interesting. I, I always assumed you kind of had to. I, I thought that was the only way to really damage him. Hmm. Not with the Chicago typewriter. You just shoot the body and fight over. But we'll get so, there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so in the in the castle, as, I do want to talk about the final boss. As you're finishing up, or at least the final boss of the castle, you're finishing up the castle, you finally get to Salazar after you climb a long tower, get chased by a statue of Salazar that comes to life and chases oh, you down. so great. <laughs> Still funny. Still works. And I was like, laughing out loud at that. The Salazar fight, how he takes his left-hand guy and goes inside this giant, like, vegetation that's growing on the wall in this one room. And then, I, I guess it never really occurred to me that the thing that's trying to bite you and hit you is his left-hand guy you put in there, essentially. And he's just a little thing that, like... But also, how would you reverse this process? Like, if you kill Leon, is there a way to come out of this? Or he just... 
I'm stuck in the wall from now on. I think he's, yeah, I don't think that's life now. (laughs) (laughs) I I did enjoy this fight because is you when you hit the it's eyeball, then he, he, it reveals him, and I always shoot him right in the face with a semi-auto, and I had it the I had the exclusive to it, so I could just hit the button really fast. There is nothing that feels quite like hitting him with three or four r- rifle shots right in a row. It feels so good to watch him go, eh, 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 and he's just getting hit. And he's not so bad because you can quick time dodge almost all of his attacks. Like you get a pretty generous window there. So and I didn't you find ever him too tough. Jump down during the fight because you're not alone if you jump down there. Oh yeah, so I I I, I go. I didn't know this at first when I played it this time. I went down there and gathered all the shit because I was like, I'm going to kill this guy and it's going to instantly kind of send me on a boat. So I was like, you know, no, no. So I wasted time just gathering all the, the shit that's down there, which is quite a bit of, of goods mm-hmm. to get down there. There's also but yeah, spiders it's a down there. Total too. fight in the ass. So many spiders down there. I don't go down there anymore. I just like, well, this time again, I was kind of cheating. I was on New Game Plus. I'm like, I don't care. I'll just it's not, take them out. Yeah, it's not worth it in retrospect. I mean, you get I some mean, herbs and stuff. But I'm, I mean, this is all news to me. I just, uh, I always save my Magnum bullets for that. So I think um, he took like half a dozen shots from the what? What is that thing called? You got the broken butterfly yes. at that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, so like six, seven shots from uh, that, and he just like yeah. fight, fight was over in ninety seconds. Yeah, we're moving on here. Sorry, Salazar. I do love the quick right before though. You kind of throw the knife in his hand. Yeah, and, and then his homeboy throws it back, and that's that. That, can, that catches a lot of people off guard. Yeah, yeah. A, a great like wake me up. That oh yeah, I'm not the only one who can throw knives around here. Well, uh, well, I think that that speaks to how you can never really relax during any of the cutscenes in this game because because you never know when something's just going to jump out at you and yeah, then you're going to have to do great. times. Mm-hmm. I sent I sent Mike a video from MC Chris uh, that he that he did years and years ago when this when this game was new. He's like, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts two, and we're sitting around and we're doing jobs and we're trying to make enough money to get to the fun part of the game. Meanwhile, I'm playing Resident Evil 4, and it's like, this ain't a cutscene, press A. You ain't got time to smoke a bowl. The president's daughter's been kidnapped. <laughs> press A, press A. Like, no, that's a, that, is, that, that is about right, because cutscenes for me are usually when I, like, check my phone. Sure, uh, yeah. But uh, in this, I will look up, and I just have a knife in my face. That's, That's great. That, the unpredictability. It just this game is so so good about that. That was also the era. Quick time events were an era at this time. Like that was a thing in 2005. I'm glad that we're away from that thing. Yeah. But that was definitely a thing. Yeah. In if I if I could change one thing, I would probably uh, find something else to do other than the quick time events. Yeah, um, I feel like those didn't age too well. Yeah, this game has one thing that ages. This that it just doesn't have enough quick time events. <laughs> more more quick time. Yeah, they just replace all the combat. Quick time, make it a Just, like a Telltale game. It would have been a great game, oh, masterpiece almost. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten you know, out. Of ten. There's actually one character we haven't really talked about at all during during this this talk yet. We haven't talked about the best character in the entire game, the merchant. Oh uh, my god! How have we not brought up this guy? He's great. Okay, so, what are you buying? So is there only one guy? Because or are there like a bunch of brothers? I don't know. There's there, there's only one because if you do the separate separate ways, which I don't know if we'll discuss that, but uh, you you, okay. you meet him before he's opened up, and he kind of kind of mentions that he's not open yet, but you know he's got a um, he's got places to be, so it okay. seems to be this one guy moving along. Okay. And how is he carrying all of this stuff? 
He's very strong. He has shops in different places. He's got a few different yeah areas set up that are yeah, clearly like, kind of stocked. And then he's somehow on. Uh, he's both inside of, or he's both set up shop in the castle, and then he somehow makes it through the door before you do to set up the bottle cap mini game. <laughs> yeah. This this is the guy that sh- that should really be saving because this guy's got like teleportation powers. Well, so has he, anyone he has killed access. the merchant? No, you can kill the merchant. I didn't even try that. Yes. That you seems like something I would do. Yeah. So what happens when you do that? So if you kill him uh, on any mode but professional, he will die uh, at that one spot. You can find him anywhere else. Uh, on professional, though, if you kill him, he is gone for the rest of the game. Wow! Oh my god! Jeez. Okay, that I did that I would I've I've killed him before just to screw around, but I've never like I've never I never killed him on professional. That's gotta be terrible. Yeah, he does not come back. I had no idea. That would suck. Oh man. And then after you finish the castle, you get to the best part of the game. You get Yay. to the island. Which, the island, baby. I I I'd never liked the island and it, it and I don't like it still. It was worse on, on a playthrough. I agree. Yeah, it was yeah. it's hard. Hey. Island. It, it definitely it, took the wind out of my sails for sure. You probably didn't see it coming either. Nope, had no idea. I figured there was going to be like some kind of a secret lab because there's always a, there's always yeah. some kind of lab because it's a Resident Evil game. But yeah, that was. And it happens kind of, kind of a, earlier in this game that I remembered. So you have the island, and then there's the lab where where you have the regenerators and whatnot. Oh, but then there's the game yeah. goes on for a little bit longer yeah. after that than I initially recalled. There's like. Egyptian question mark ruins. I probably I don't there's know probably where. some, but they but but it right. Am I am I not the only one that, that thought that it's like ancient Egypt? Yeah, they kind of have that. You're not wrong. They have that feeling. I I mean, it could be Moorish, but again, I I I need to go back and learn my the social studies to know why there's like architecture that looks like that in somewhere Spain. I don't you think do they find like ever a royal scepter down there. So yeah. I guess it seemed like maybe like a king's tomb or something like that. As a guy who did a lot of research for this, I have no idea why that's there. And there's chainsaws down there. There's guys with chainsaws. There's very little to no lumber down there. So I don't know why they have chainsaws. Yeah. To cut you up. <laughs> I mean, I mean just that's in all case, they're there for. Like, just in case Leon goes goes down there. Like, well, thank God I have my gassed up craftsman down, down here. Uh, well, the other issue that I have with the whole island is that you get introduced to where you fight the Gatling gun guys. You fight your first guys with actual gun. Yeah. And it's like right well, away. You, get, you, you have rocket launcher guys earlier, but yeah. Yeah, but the Gatling the gun, Gatling gun, gun guys. Like, you get yeah. to that first part of the island, you jump over, and all these guys will start swarming you. And this one, they start really having weapons. They're not hitting you with axes and sights. Now they have, like, you know, stun batons, and it gets violent. Hell, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get they get much better armed when you get to the island. I still don't understand what the island is doing there. Like, I don't know if Sadler had something. I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, I didn't watch enough videos that explain the island. I've never really understood the island. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. Just, uh, I, I they're, assume they're it's just like doing shit at this point. It's okay. like his militia. Well, I I know I'd read something about his plan B, right? So like, if if the Ashley thing didn't work out, he was going to invade or something, which would be hilariously terrible like they would just get mowed over immediately because i mean there's a lot of them there but that's versus the american military they wouldn't get anywhere no there's uh there's what three or four hundred z- z- zombie guys. he mentions yeah some sort of destabilization right, plan yeah. for the u.s so, but it never kind of goes into what that right is, I so i i assume that he had his own little mini army that he was 
going to mobilize for that specifically. Spanish people have a very long history of showing up to places very unprepared. (laughs) (laughs) Out of of that classic hurricane story, right? Yeah. Queen of England. Yeah. Uh, Just see everything with the island. It just, and then you, one thing about the island that that still to this day creeps me the fuck out. Is the regenerators? They are the creepiest enemy in yeah, any Earth Neighbor game up to this the point. The way they move is just it that's shivered me. Like, jerky, yeah. The, yeah. the my audio, my, the uh, sound and the music for that is flawless. I think that is some of the best use of music and sound effects in. So, like, but because, totally because agree. because you would hear that before you would even see them. And then you would just start looking around. Oh shit! This thing's around. I can hear it doing its little laughy, breathy <laughs> that thing that it's doing. And the music is just just nerve wracking. The I, sound design throughout the game really is just fantastic. It's so sparse, but it it, it cues mm-hmm. you in when you need to know something. It just it just just fantastic. Yeah, like I that that to me I think was really a might have been the strongest suit of this entire game was the music and the sound effects. And that's and also, saying a lot. This is a very solid game. With the regenerator, you hear him fall off the table before he starts <laughs> laughing yes. at you. And the first time I saw one, I tried to kill it and I shot it and I shot it. And I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell is just regenerate the limbs? It just, you couldn't kill it because you have to get the scope right. mm-hmm. to find the plagas that are in it to shoot it. It is still so creepy. I yeah. think the first one I saw, I did that same thing, and I emptied like forty shot shotgun shells mm-hmm. into it, and it finally died. Yeah, you can get lucky because the, the the parasites are still there. You know whether you yeah. can see them or not. You know where they are. It's a nice touch. Yeah, or if you just yeah, I like yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, even if you don't know, you take them out. But it's the one later on that has the spikes on it that where they trick you, where one is on the back. Yeah, oh, I hate shoot those its legs. Guys. Shoot its legs. It falls right on its face, and then you can just unload into its back. But I just the first time the I saw that, for those. I didn't know where it was, and I'm like, I remember freaking the fuck out because I'm like, I killed it. What the fuck? What? Do I want to die. <laughs> so it is. They. It does make the tension go up because a, a good chunk of the island is just you, just blasting everything and fighting people. And then when you get into this quiet area, you first see the regenerators. Like you're not expecting. Yeah, and then it and then it just really slows down, which which is nice. Again, calling back to the pacing part of that game. Yeah, that seemed almost like the most kind of classic Resident Evil Lee, that, that little laboratory area to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of wish I had, I, I'd had a little more stuff like that. I don't know how, how you would pull it off <laughs> in this game. Yeah, I, would, I, I think this game could have even stood for a little bit more of that kind of aesthetic, if not more of the actual enemies themselves, but like just the, the way that it slows down and you're going through like the uh, like prison cells, and then one of them is like, the bars are bent. You're like, oh shit! There's one in there where it's escaped, and then and then there's that meat locker, and you open that up, and the body bag is shaken inside of it. Does mm-hmm. everyone? I killed the body bag. Does it do anything if you do or don't? You can kill it. it yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I shot it. It didn't do anything. I mean, oh. I knifed it, and he just kind of stopped moving, and the 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 yeah. music dies. So I, I assumed he would like jump out if I left, but I guess that's not the case. Huh. And there was a, no, I don't think nothing happens. You can just leave and it just shakes in there. Huh. Yeah. huh. Poor guy. I wow. never I think I might have done it before, but it doesn't I didn't do it this playthrough, nothing happens. Is this before or after the first island boss, the uh the asshole that you kinda have to move through the three cargo buildings that are suspended? He's way later. Okay. Or not way later, but he's after the fucking hate that guy. Oh it? That's, it. Yeah, Least that's, favorite uh, boss. 
Yeah. yeah, same. So as you progress to the island, it, it the first part of the island is like you're on an island, then you're more in the labs, and then you get to where it starts getting weird, and that's with it and the Krauser stuff, and that's where you get like the Egyptian ruins that don't fit on here. Yeah. Yeah. So the lab makes sense. You know, the island being like a barrack island that looks like something out of the Cold War, all that makes sense. And but the it is when you start getting to like right before when everything gets really weird in the Krauser stuff. It is, I actually I like the like Krauser fight. The it fight. So for those that don't know, the it fight is you. It's kind of like a tyrant creature, essentially, for this game, where you end up playing him on on like a some kind of like cage where you have to go around and dodge train cars. You're, you're on like a train car looking cage, and you have to dodge him, shoot buttons, open doors, hit switches, timer start, and you have to run. You can do this about three times before you finish that part, and then you get into an actual fight with him. Yeah, and he can take a lot of damage. Again, I saved my magnum bullets for him. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets the magnum. Yeah, but you're supposed to use like there's three barrels in that room that you're supposed to use three barrels to just mess him up. Which this time I just like, oh, I got I got plenty of magnum ammo. It took a lot of magnum shots to take him down. I did use a couple of the barrels, and I don't mind the fight itself. It's the bullshit right before yeah. it. Those yeah, getting through those boxes. cargo buildings. Yeah, Ugh. it's bad. But yeah, I feel like I feel like he 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 went down with uh, six or seven shots from the. I think I had the killer seven at that point. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I always get that as soon as possible. Uh, I, I use the killer seven, but I just like I just like the reference <laughs> the killer seven. Yeah, because it's before the game came out, so this was the first like you know re- like a reference to the game that was coming that was already announced at this point. Oh, cool! I did yeah, not know. Episode that. killer seven. Not yeah, I didn't either. Got out. Hmm. Episode thirty five or something. It's an old one, but it's yeah. in there. <laughs> Uh, so he's just, he's a, and it's right after you get done fighting it, they, then you get into all the Krauser stuff happens, like, right after that, they do, they introduce the Krauser fight. Well, not Krauser fight, but the whole, like, the first Krauser cutscene. The, okay. the quick time. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> quick time, so, I fight thing. Yeah. Okay, right, the so. First time, Krauser, so did, there's yeah. a lot of story to Krauser, but it's not all in this game. So what you do know about Krauser is in the in the little like there's a little cutscene where they start talking. Yeah. Um, and what I do know now is Krauser is working for Sadler. He was the one that kidnapped Ashley for Sadler, but he's actually not working for Sadler. He's actually working for the God, what the hell are they called? They just have some generic name, the organization, yeah, which is what Wesker's part. Really, and that's what Ada is also working for the organization. But the organization doesn't trust Ada. So Wesker doesn't trust Ada, so he's having Krauser do it for him. But Ada's actually like double crossing both of them. It's a whole bunch of weird shit that's never explained. That I that I was watching stuff that they're all part of the organization and they're all backstabbing each other. Yeah, so it's inexplicable to anyone who doesn't know these people for sure. Yes. What were you gonna say? How uh, did uh, uh, did Krauser get like lost on his way to like a a like Metal Gear Solid game? It does. <laughs> And it's so weird. He's he's, he's got to play. They stuff. say he's American, but he he Trump doesn't see. He calls people comrade. You know, he's yeah. right, but he's referred to as American. Like I don't trust. I didn't trust him. I go, you think I would trust an American? I think Sadler right. says about Krauser. At yeah, one point. and he even says, so, "Yeah, he's I'm American, like, like you." Yeah, he, right. It's, yeah, no, he feels. I mean, I mean, he seemed very interesting. I, I, again, I don't really know much about him other than what I saw in the game, but. He seemed almost a little out of place, as awesome as as he was, because he's like a big muscle head guy with a knife. Um, he shows up so late in the yeah, game. Yeah, but it's late. I, again, I felt like I missed something. Because well, they, so it's weird. Yeah, he's from the Dark Side Chronicles, a game that released <laughs> yes. four years after Resident Evil 4. 
So Which is the backstory to explain how him and Leon knew each other uh, and to yeah, give something for him. There in the last... It seems like something you should know before you go into the game, like just the way it's just kind of t- brushed aside. Like, yeah, these guys know each other, obviously. But I guess it's the, like an action movie. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, yeah. Just, we're, they got history. We're moving on. Yeah. It's, and, but also that knife fight, it's, yeah. it's a whole quick time event cutscene. But the first time I got there, I still remember this. I got there and I put the controller down. And I was eating fried chicken, and all of a sudden the quick time events came up and I died. And I always remember I was eating fried chicken during that first time. I love it. It's so self serious. It's like a sword yeah. fight with these tiny little swords. <laughs> I just fuck. I was laughing so hard. Like it just slows down and zooms in on their little Bowie knives, like s- scraping at each other. What are we? What are we doing here, guys? And there's a whole lot. I mean, there's a whole, and that's what all this conversation, like almost all the conversation with Krauser that happens is in this one little thing. Yeah, that's the only information that we get on him at all. I think he has one other cutscene where he like talks to Ada, and that's it. Which is yeah, I don't trust you. I don't trust you either. And then we're on to the fight. But then it leads up to, again, a fight that almost seems like it should be in like Metal Gear Solid because he's like jumping in and out of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's Ada that shoots him, that then shows right. she's not working with him to save Leon. And you see Ada about three or four, I think four times in this game, where yeah. there's one around this part where you choke her because the plagas are you know starting to wake up. And there's another right. part where you see her in a garden in the castle, and then she drops her glasses and faces, you know, and smoke, <laughs> smoke screens. Explosive glasses. And then she <laughs> gives you a ride in the boat and then ditches you. <laughs> And like Leon yeah, that has part, like spent uh, that part a total. Was great. So like so like Leon has spent a total amount of like what ten minutes of his life with this woman spread out over eight years, <laughs> and he is like desperately in in love with her, and I do not get it. How as a guy who never it? played two, when I saw so, this game, it yeah. didn't confuse me. As a guy who's beaten two and two remake, where I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's more confusing if you know their history than if you don't. Yeah, because you, you assume know. they have some sort of deep history. Yeah, you just which, think there's something there. Again, they they've spent at at this point. I think they've spent maybe ten minutes in the same place at the same time. It is confusing why he is simping for this woman so hard. Yeah, and like, oh my god, it's stupid. And if she has put a gun to his, his head. I think six out of those ten minutes. I think he's a gun to his head. Absolutely. And he's in love with her. It is so bizarre. Hey, sometimes we're attracted to people that are want to kill us i guess as esther checks out on that i, I would be lying <laughs> if i said i hadn't had a woman put a gun to my head a few times i can believe that you know I can believe that. <laughs> yeah you do live in texas the land where everyone just drops handgun ammo you know so yeah, exactly <laughs> actually people don't drop handgun ammo anymore it's getting really expensive oh dude it is so hard to find right now <laughs> that's what i've heard i can't even fire warning shots anymore it's horrible <laughs> so also on the island another thing that like the whole krauser stuff so after you have all that and you go through like oh whole let, me, part. let me let me bring up one one last yep. thing about jack uh krauser is at the very end of that fight he's like look at my ultimate power and it's just like a big arm and i'm and and like leon should have been like dude i fought william birkin <laughs> that guy was like three stories tall he was covered in spikes he had a giant eye like coming out of his ass, like yeah. Leon is not impressed by Krauser's. Krauser's like, I have the most ultimate all. of power, and he's like, is that it? It's like a feathery arm, man. Like, <laughs> I've got shit to get out, yeah, get out like, of here. And then a uh, knife, and then it's over. But <laughs> I, I just thought that was funny. Is it's like that's that was the big thing, dude. Is you got 
Because you got one kind of messed up arm. I, I also don't get it. Like, you could feel like, you were saying earlier, a Metal Gear fight in general, because you run around the first part where he shoots at you, and you fight him, and you run around another part, he shoots at you, and then you find the final fight in the tower where he shoots at you again, but or he doesn't shoot at you, he just tries to stab you. Yeah. It does feel kind of Metal gear Yeah, it's it's yeah, it he, feels like it's completely out of a Metal Gear Solid. And that's just, I think it was still fresh in my mind from from Snake Eater. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, this is kind of kind of one of those type of fights. And apparently yeah. the, the trick to beating him is to knife his legs when he tries to hit you in that fight. Yeah, I just I, I like, put the knife out and just stabbed him over over and over again when he when he came at me and, and he died. I shot him with the Magnum in the feet, but nice. <laughs> it, it does a trick. But I, I, I hate that fight. That is to me, that is the worst fight for in this game. I just don't. Oh, I'm professional because I beat this game once in professional a long time, like 12, 13 years ago. Never fucking again. But that fight is impossible in professional. I can, I can see that. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. He's also not. Captain Quark, the voice actor for uh, yeah. oh. for uh, for Krauser, Captain Quark. And I because I, I, I knew I recognized it. So I had to go look up. And that's you can kind of hear it if you if you really listen closely. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. I learned something new. And then after you get done with the cross fight, I mean, the game ends very quick. Like, it goes very quickly. That's when you finally get Ashley back again for the last time. You fight a few enemies. You get the Plagas taken out of you. You can get to the final boss fight, which is Sadler. And then there's the big helicopter guy. Oh, yeah. Never mind. You, I forgot. You Mike! Mike! <laughs> what I played at the very beginning. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Day. I blocked it out. I don't like that scene. Poor Mike. The, which, the real hero. I, which, Mike, you never see his face, but she's like, hey, I'm from Brooklyn. We're going to shoot some bad guys over here. <laughs> <laughs> Next beer's on me, Mike. Wait, Mike? Ah, no. Leon's best friend. I think it's the... Yeah, because uh, yeah, you're right. That, that's a whole just... About seven minutes, and then that was it. Shoot everybody scene with a helicopter, and you're shooting, and they're blowing up stuff, and... I didn't care for that scene as much. Mike was only two days from retirement. <laughs> Almost had his pension, poor son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, and there's another, there's a scene in the island I want to talk about. I wonder if anyone else has the same like vibe that I get out of it. So there's a scene when you, when, before you, when you get, when you rescue Ashley at one point on the island where you go to, you find her in a cell and you see on a camera, there's two guys in the room and then they knock out the camera. But by the time you get there, they're gone. I always wonder if that's supposed to be like an insinuated rape scene or something. It was always really weird and creepy to me. It's like, why is this here? So my takeaway from that was, here's what I didn't understand. All right, so Leon walks up, and this camera's just on. He doesn't do anything. It's just showing. So yeah. clearly it was on before he even gets there. And then they look up and see the dot, and they're like, oh, fucking, there's a camera here. But <laughs> the camera was there all along. Leon yeah. had no part in the camera. Right. And then he, he somehow deducts Ashley's uh, location from like the, the single shot of the camera because he's like, oh, they they fucked up but here she is and it yeah. zooms in on your map it's like i never understood that scene <laughs> yeah never makes any, it makes no sense whatsoever there yeah. was kind of a dark implication i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and I, I don't like it and i'm just like why I, I don't know if i'm just insinuating things or that's what they were trying to say because when you get to her after you get back to her they're gone and she acts a little differently and i was always like okay i don't uh, maybe just me i just thought the implication was like oh shit like leon can somehow tell where she is because of this, like that's yeah. the issue they have. Yeah, with the I just thought of it as like that classic '80s action movie thing, where like the bad guys have them and then they shoot out the, okay. the camera or whatever. I mean, again, I, my brain's I, didn't, sick. I, don't I know. didn't pay it that much time or that 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 much thought at the I've time. I've seen it so, ten times. 
Yeah, yeah I, I did have that same kind of thought. Remember, no Russian. <laughs> I still don't. I still. I wonder if Krauser's are supposed to be Russian and they change it to American because, again, Red Beret. It feels very Russian. Yeah, yeah. he does. He, yeah, but they go out of their way to call him an American. Yeah, I don't get that. He's big. He's buff. He just he and makes he's me think Russian. He looks like oh, what's his name from the eighties? Lundgren. I the, yes, yeah. yeah. He has strong golf yeah, exactly. That's one thing I've always thought that he was supposed to be Russian and they just changed it or something because it's like that, like you in that whole knife, like I'm American, just like you. I mean, his name is Jack. Jack's a pretty American name besides it being French. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think we should talk about the Osmond Sadler fight, which is the final uh, fight after you get done with no. all this part. This is the this, worst. It's He's a Resident crappy. Evil final boss fight. It's just They're a yeah. disappointing fight. It's just they all are. Yeah. I thought it was pretty easy, <laughs> like comparatively. Yeah, yeah, it was easy. It's just it's just kind of like a waste. Like yeah. I did all this to get to this point, and I kind of wanted to show one last big spectacle thing. Even it had multiple parts to it that like showed me that I was fighting for something, and like the scales were just getting ever increasingly harder and harder. And then this and en- this ending boss fight, just like all right. Yeah, here's an easy one. Yeah, what really it sucks is if you missed your rocket launcher <laughs> shot that Ada gives you because that's just like that's that's it. If you miss that, oh, you can miss that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, if you do, then like cutscene. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I never missed it before because it's yeah. Simple. I didn't miss mine. That would yeah. I, it, I mean, I, as long as you're aiming anywhere near, I think it basically gives it to you. But if you just shoot off in the opposite direction, you're just oh, you're just okay. Screwed. Huh. Okay. Didn't know that. I knew you taught me something new. Well, that fight, I mean, I don't have an issue really with this fight. You can, if you have the Chicago typewriter, which is a secret weapon you don't get until like, you beat the game, you can just go through and just shoot his body a whole bunch and kill him that way. Okay. But not with normal weapons. I don't think the amount of damage you have to do is ridiculous. You have to shoot the eyes on his spider legs. Yeah. And then by shooting them, then you're able to like get him wounded. Then you run up and hit it, do a quick time event, and you slash him in the eye with your knife. Yeah, I do like what I did. Has anyone played the separate ways kind of add-on? Are we gonna? Is that? I don't of... want to dig into it too much in this one. I might, yeah. I might do a mini on it. Yeah, there are some cool touches though. Um, my favorite being, you know, Leon's sweet jacket from the beginning. You can find one of the villagers wearing it uh, <laughs> in Ada's first chapter. And I actually own that same uh, jacket too. It is, I uh, want that oh, jacket. Uh, I've always wanted to buy that. It's a dope jacket. Let's be honest. I think I I think Mike's seen it. It's the profile from my Facebook. Oh, it's, I never I, I never paid attention. To that. Yeah, I've seen that many times. I never realized that was a jacket. Okay. Yep. You know, with that with that with that white fur fur trim on it. I've always wanted to buy it. I might want jacket. It. Oh yeah. It's, he um, loses it when you pass out and get the the plugus in you. So clearly, one one of the Ganados was just like, "This is a fucking sweet jacket. I'm ta- I'm taking this." Well, <laughs> if it's like jacket. mine, it's a. It's a Carhartt if it's if it's like mine, and that is not a cheap jacket. So I I feel for him that he that he lost that. He, that's why I don't have it. That's why I never bought it. I've always wanted to buy it, but it. I think I looked it up before and it wasn't cheap, so I didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah Spain can get very cold. Uh, it's again, you want to dress in layers there. So yeah. smart, smart, <laughs> good, good for that Ganado. I mean, he had a, he had a skin tight T shirt on. I mean, his nips must have been like bleeding <laughs> by the end of that game. Perky. I always find it amusing, too, in that part where Sadler had captured Ada, and he has her just tied up, hanging from a crane. Just for, for, no, yeah. just for shits and giggles, huh? But why is she hanging from a crane? When did she wire the explosives, I think, is the better question. 
Um, that that's in the assignment aid. Or okay. se- that's in a separate ways campaign. Oh, okay. All right. So that is at least explained. So that's before she got tied up. Yes, the yeah, whole it, separate ways to give you the very brief version. It it shows you what she's doing throughout the entire game, which came out in the PS2 version, and that yeah. explains any of the holes that you have, like the whole bingo thing. All that's explained. She's the one who rings the church bell in the very beginning to kind of oh. draw the ganados. Yeah, it's really it's, it's pretty cool how it kind of ties in. Well, yeah. If you if you end up doing that separate thing on this, let me know, and I will totally play through all that stuff. Okay, we probably will, but I want to get Mike on that one, so that's why I'm waiting yeah. on that. Oh no, that's fine. Just let me know because I, I would totally jump back in to do mercenaries and all that. <laughs> Fuck mercenaries, but yeah, <laughs> mercenaries. Just to try it out. I I didn't have time for any of that stuff. I just had time to finish the game. Yeah, you mercenaries. Uh, well, well, yeah, we'll probably do something okay. extra on that, on all that stuff, cool. mainly separate ways. But it, it, everything's explained, which is cool. Uh, and there's not the sadler fight. There's not a whole lot to it. You can use barrels. You can blow up to help damage him. But it's I still I used a couple barrels and I still had to shoot the eyes and keep stabbing the eye a few times. It took, it took me a little while. Yeah, uh, after such like the great boss fights throughout, it is a, a bit of a letdown for sure. But it is normal Resident Evil that you have a boss very, fight, a final boss fight, isn't that? And it ends the way all Resident Evil games have to end: yeah. rocket launcher to the face, big explosion, and then right off in into the sunset. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like that's everything. It's it is like rocket launcher. Timer to explode right off into the sunset, right? So this Not is before Ashley can proposition Leon for some life-saving <laughs> so, sex. Which, uh, which he friend-zones her because he's he does. obsessed with right Ada. On. Right on, my guy. And then he hits on Hunnigan and he gets friend-zoned by Hunnigan, kind of. Which which he's like, she, which I didn't get is he's like, you look so much better without those glasses. It was very, uh, she's all that, if you're a fan of she's all that. <laughs> Where the nerdy girl takes off her glasses and then the whole school notices she's hot. It's like, oh my god, she's attractive this I'm whole like, wait, time. How do you, I, 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 I do not get how anybody doesn't think that uh, that those glasses make her look harder, uh, hotter. I call it the, uh, oh, uh, the... Um, the Lanny Boggs effect. The Sarah Palin effect? No, that's <laughs> too political. Uh, the Lanny Boggs effect. That's That's much better. Mm. But oh, and that's also to me. I thought the worst part of the entire game was that friggin' jet ski. It's terrible. Oh man, I died. I died so many times. times on that jet ski. Oh my god! And I knew that that was going to be the very last part of that game, which made it even more frustrating. It was it 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 was one of the few parts of that game where where I actually looked it up, and I'm like, is there something that I'm missing? And I get to the very end, and sure enough, it's it's the last thing that you do, and the walkthrough was just like. Fucking get good, scrub. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, no oh, trick to it. Just... Yeah, awesome. So yeah, yeah, that 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 sucks. And there and there didn't seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason to whether or not the waves would get you or whether or not you could turn in time. Yeah, it's... I had a hard. time. I died with it multiple times this time yeah, too. Like I said, probably twenty five times. Ooh, okay. I was like, like four, but like like last night, I was just so frustrated, just hitting the rocks or getting taken by the waves over and over and over again if you if you let up at all on the fuel or going forward you're done you cannot you have to hold down the entire time and just memorize the what you can do if you miss that first ramp leon hits like an explosive pipe and they just like explode i didn't even know that you could do that until like my that's my canon ending for the game actually instead of getting there and just hitting a pipe and exploding, dying on the fucking jet ski (laughs) 
it I thought it was a really cool part when I was when I first played this game back in 2005. Yeah. I don't think it's as cool anymore. No, not at all. It it and then yeah, then you have the stupid line with Ashley. Isn't she a minor too in this game? I think she's I think she's 17. Yeah, uh, I she's hitting at you and not the other way around. I thought, no, I thought she like, was like a college student, I thought. Yeah, she's 20. Okay. She's like oh, she's okay. Yeah. Which how which how old would Leon be? Because he was like a rookie cop three years ago, and now he's like head of the Secret Service, presumably. Well, so the, not the head of it. Just raccoon was what like six years. Okay, six so years like, ago. Six exactly. years before the. Game. So like that's still a we- it's weirdly older than Ashley, right? Because he would have gone through academy. He'd been like twenty two when he got. So he so Leon's Ashley like twenty eight twenty in the game. So Leon's probably like twenty eight if you're going yeah. to like real. Yeah, but that's a little weird. Yeah. yeah, it's at least it wasn't him hitting yeah, on her. Yeah, no, Leon did did friend zone her, which was right for him, because she clearly has some 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 kind of like Stockholm here. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And she's just yeah. like, well, a girl has to try to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really tell she's a college student. Has she's has college try. Has like she ever come back <laughs> in any of the games? I feel like she should. Is she in she's six not or in five, six, or seven. I can say. She's uh, in no, She's oh, in Revelations? Okay. Really? Is she? I think I thought she was. I, I don't know, I can I go back and play those. I still haven't. I've never played Revelations enough I, to tell you. I have not played six or either of the Revelations. I've played six. She's not in six. Yeah, I'm okay. sure. Because yeah. um, Sherry's in six. Yeah, which I feel like Ashley definitely could get the Sherry Birkin treatment and like come back and she's like a warrior goddess. And she can like kick kick dudes' heads off. I would. I think that would be a good arc. I'm, I'm for a game where she has to escort Leon. Oh, that'd be <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Because yeah, she's not in seven. I I've never played Revelations one or two. I never played Revelations two at all. But I played Revelations one for like a couple hours. But she, I never. I don't think she's in that one. But I could be wrong. And she's not in eight unless she's actually uh, one of the lichens, which would be amazing. Yeah, it's like an Easter egg that I missed. I would. I would love that if like one of the lichens showed up. Wearing a sweater or around their waist, and oh my god, it's Ashley. Uh, I'm not sure if any of the the other Resident Evils even mention who the president is, or even gets into the they kind of in political six, aspect. If I remember okay, okay. So I think you either you have something to do with him in six, I think, but again, my memory is rough on six. It's been a long. Yeah, time I don't. That. I don't remember anything of anything about six, even though I played all the way through it. Okay. All right. Any last things you want to say about the game before we go to sh- um, questions, memories? I don't this think so. Did we talk loadout? Like what everyone? You <laughs> no, know, we didn't talk loadout. Yeah, we should talk loadout. Yeah. So every time I play this game, I play the same way. I get the black tail handgun. I get the striker. I get the semi-auto rifle. I get a magnum, usually the broken butterfly, and then that's it. And that's all I play with every time till this time. Right, I use, I use here, the red, except for the red. Yeah, red nine is what I go for. Yeah, it's the most powerful handgun. I did not know until this past week when people made fun of my inventory because I did that on purpose. By the way, I purposely. Made my inventory. I didn't give a uh-huh. shit just to just. I, I normally <laughs> normally when I play this game fun. legit, like from new game, I actually keep it organized. This time I just didn't give a shit because I didn't have to. I like the stock. So the red nine, I think, is the only gun that gives you a stock. You know, yes. so it's just yeah. Nice for, uh, and the TMP does. Use. Oh, okay. and the Matilda does right after you get it. I've never used it. I Maybe haven't that. either, but I saw the the picture of it, and it looks like it had a uh, stock on it. It's like you can now buy. That and the infinite rocket launcher, which I kind of want to play second time, just just to buy that. Uh, you don't you don't want to buy the infinite rocket launcher. You want to beat a Simon Ada or separate ways and play the Chicago typewriter because that's an infinite okay. machine gun. Chicago okay. typewriter is the way to go. Nice. Yeah. The game becomes trivial, <laughs> completely in the trivial. best way in the best way possible too. 
Yes. Like it's just such so much fun playing with the Chicago typewriter. So Cody, you had mentioned earlier, you use the mind thrower actually. Yeah. Yeah. I found the, the mind thrower, um, really useful, um, for the mounted guns because I could pop out, shoot it anywhere around them and it would stick to it. And then I would duck back by cover and then, uh, and then it would, I, I, I wouldn't have to, um, Get it, get it close to them. Does that does that make so any sense? Do you just... trigger the mines, or are they like proximity mines? How does it? Uh, they are they they are like time mines. So uh, so the mines are on like a dart. So it'll stick in whatever. Like it'll stick into walls. It'll stick into enemies. Oh wow! So why it's great for the mounted guns is that is that is that you're kind of pinned down and there's like a half second where where I guess they're like reloading it. I guess right. I've never never used it. Ever. I never uh, used it either. Yeah. So then, maybe uh, one. Uh, so, uh, so then you you will then pop out. It'll it'll land anywhere on that mounted gun. You know, one of the the, the two big shields on on I, either side of the gun itself, and that mine will just stick into that and then blow up the guy that's firing. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that seems pretty helpful actually. Yeah, it was it it was perfect for that. Um, I think other than that, um, I mainly used it uh, for the re generator fights because if you stick them right in the middle it'll blow up all of the little parasites around it because it'll oh, really into it itself cool. yeah so, so i did that I, I think those are the two main times that i what really about did. ammo i don't recall seeing any mine ammo i guess maybe because i never bought the mine launcher yeah it's 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 a rare drop i think i picked it up maybe two or three times uh you will pick it up about as much as you'll pick up magnum for, from the enemies themselves Interesting. So it's pretty rare. So I, I don't think I, I had more than three mind darts my my whole whole playthrough, but I never really had to use more than. Okay, I, I think I bought it once, but it's something I stay away from. No, I would. It, it, it definitely. I can see where it is useful. I could see it being useful for groups because it sticks into someone. So um, does it? Do you like picture what I'm? What I'm saying here yes. is like the explosive is on a dart itself. So if you stick the guy in the middle and everybody crowds around him, it'll blow up a whole uh, group. So it's 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 pretty fun in that way. There's maybe like a three second I like timer on it. Shockingly fun gun to use, and I found out no one else ever seems to oh, play with I it just, for some no, reason. No, I never have really. When do you unlock that? Oh, I think I got that in the. It was fairly early. I know I used it castle. in the castle uh, because um, because there's that thing where uh, you're you're in the art room and the guy in red yeah. keeps trying to run away from you. I just like stuck a dart in him and he ran with the dart still in him and then blew up and it blew him back to me. It was it was pretty fun. That's beautiful. Yeah, you get it right in the castle. Amazing. I just I always skip it. And looking online, it, it looks like most. Folks, skip skip that too. But I, you know, I, I'm like a guy where I want to have one of each. So I had yeah. TMP, Red Nine, Striker, Mind Thrower, Killer Seven, uh, Semi Auto, all by the end of it. And about at least, uh, oh man, um, I I always try to keep one of each of the uh, grenades, and then I just throw throw the rest of them as soon as it makes sense to set them on fire, blow them up with shrapnel, just throw them out there yeah yeah for sure i'm the same way hard to sell them all i try to just keep a pistol yeah i try to just keep a pistol and a shotgun and a couple eggs and a couple fish well you can pick up fish as an item (laughs) yeah Yeah, in one part uh, 
Yeah, in the village, you can shoot fish in the water and pick them up, and you can sell them for a lot of money. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's, uh, there's like a large bass, and then yeah. there's a bunch of smaller bass. Yeah. And uh, anyone that knows anything about me, I love fishing mini games and fishing games just in and of themselves. So, so the fact that this had a, a fishing mini game, which is uh, what I call it when you throw one of your frags right into the pond full of fish and then pick up all of the dead fish. Uh, I call that a fishing mini game and uh, auto- <laughs> automatically bumps this game up a full, let's say, three points. I have a game for you. It's called Near Replicant. Really? Okay, <laughs> this is a new fishing game. Oh, my God. You can do a <laughs> lot of fishing in this game. Hell, yeah. It's not a fishing <laughs> game, no. But <laughs> Okay. I never played Near Replicant. I never played any Near game yet, but I got to remember that one day on the show. Near Automata is a, the only one I played, but it's a masterpiece. One day. The oh, Near games are pretty good. Uh, what was your layout for this? Or loadout, I should say. Well, I, j- I just spoke. I was the, uh, the I usually do like a pistol and a shotgun, okay. and then sometimes a rifle because of the uh, regenerators. So I had to get the scope hmm. on that. But if I ever want to have like a very serious like game, I try to just do the Red 9 and then the, the Riot Gun for as okay. much as I can. Because uh, the Red 9 every time. I'm going to use it from now on once I finally tried it. I can't believe I never used it before. I tried using the TMP one time, and I it's not my type of gun. I just don't think it's that type of game where it's a spray and pay, spray and pray. It's really I, good I if you. you for like an ammo conserving run, because you can one or two shots to the head with that. You get a lot more TMP ammo than you do handgun ammo, so you can kind of stagger and kick, stagger and kick, stagger and knife pretty yeah. easily with the TMP. I think that's how it's best. But okay. it's, a, it's a pain in the ass, you know, to play that way. I wouldn't want to play that way. Yeah, it's more that's for harder runs. I, I, I think. Probably because there's a lot of different ways that people play this game. I, that's one of the beauties of it, for sure. All right, I think we're gonna go on to memories. I did get, I did get a few, not as many as I thought I would get for this, but I did post in like six different groups. So <laughs> I'm not gonna read them all, of course. I'm gonna read some. So we're gonna start with I watched the entire Overblood Super replay, and first one I got from. Sergio Silva played this for the first time when GI did the super replay. I was planning to play along with them, but I just couldn't put it down after I started and finished really fast. I love the intense nonstop pacing of it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, <laughs> yeah. Most, one of the best, best pace games maybe of all time. And from Henry Chan, friend of the show was on the transistor episode, played Resi four for the first time in 2016, had never touched it before and was floored by the opening village set piece. Hands down. One of the best game intros and set pieces ever. Chainsaw man is a terrifying threat. Barricade, barricading the house is, a, is sick. The shotgun feels incredible and it's high tension all the way through. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> yeah, it's just such an amazing set piece. Like that's how you that's how you make a damn video game. <laughs> it just it ushered in a new era of like a genre of game. I mean, it's as impactful as any maybe any opening ever. Personally, it right up there with like I don't know. I always think of Dead Space Two as, as one of the best openings, and you, just, you don't you don't get that opening without Resident Evil Four blazing that path first yeah i mean i think we said this earlier you don't get a lot of games without yeah, Resident Evil before yeah exactly. totally, totally true and this one from andrew gertie's as Zolani stewart once tweeted everything is resident evil 4 it is the game few modern titles have had such an influence on the entire industry as it has just like we're saying exactly from jesse Here's whitley war, dead space mass effect that's all resident yeah. totally discovering the chicago typewriter for the very first time Oh, there's another game that this game inspired. Cold Fear for PS2. No one's talking oh. about that game. Oh, that's it's, a fun game. I never played it, but I want to. It's it's bad, 
but because it's it's <laughs> such a it's such a knockoff. But it's it's a game. You're on a you're on a ship. It's kind of cool. It's just they if they had more time and better people making that game, <laughs> it could have been a really cool game. It's always been on my list. It was actually supposed to be on the show at different points throughout the, we, when we put together the season, but it never actually made it into a final cut. People always yeah. just back out. Yeah. One day I want to play it, though, because it looks like RE4 on a ship. And there's tons of probably, like, forgotten games that this inspired as well. Games like Dark Void. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm dead serious. You know Dark Void, where, like, yeah, I own it. 90% own of that game is just you going down hallways shooting stuff and that they're third person and then you get like 20 fun minutes actually on the jetpack that it promised to give you a dark sector you got the evil within which is basically you know which is which is yeah yeah and then and 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 then dark sector with that big glove that spiky i'm surprised you know what i'm talking about oh dude (laughs) it's the prequel to um oh is that a prequel anything or you well it's like a same world as the free warframe Dark Sector is? Dark sort of, well, I think it's the same developer, and they kind of huh. use some of the like the same, like like the glaive actually makes it into Dark Sector as like a weapon for a class. Okay. Like, into Warframe. Yeah, I think it's the same developer. Dark Sector is a really, I felt, unknown like PS3, 360 game that I have beaten twice and really like for some reason. Yeah. It was always just the prototypical like Xbox 360 kind of bark and bend game to me. Not that it was yeah. bad, but yeah, it was but just, like yeah, it's not that's good. what you picture. Yeah. Prototypical, it's like a, one sure of those kind of shovelware games, even though it's it is a decent game in its own right. Yeah. And from the Resident Evil Veterans group, all I got from Tyrone Roberts was overall just hated the regenerator with a passion. <laughs> that's that's fair. You gotta know how to fight him. Think outside the box. And from the official Laser Time community, I got I got two. One from Todd Harrison. Hey, it's that dog. Okay. Oh. And from Steven Sheldenberger, I remember the double disc thing thing they had to do with the GameCube version. You had to switch as Leon was going to the island after beating Talzar. Also, Hunk's next snap moving mercenary was insanely fun when you stun grenade a giant group of enemies. I gotta go back and try it. So yeah. I do. I hear, here's a question: Are there any other elements like the dog? You know, like optional kind of gameplay benefits. Not, I can I think don't, of. It's pretty front-loaded. Uh, yeah. Once you get to the castle, there's really not a lot of environmental interaction that happens. Yeah. And, and then okay. once you get it's to the loaded. island, it's just straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, but, I thought so. But that dog, as all of us know, is the best boy. He is a very, very good boy. <laughs> the the true hero that boss fight. Yeah. yeah. Un- unlike Ada, all he wants to do is help. Good He's the only real ally in this game. Ada don't want to help you. <laughs> oh, and then from the Nintendo GameCube enthusiastic group, I actually got a lot of qu- a lot of comments. I'm read some of these. First one from Kevin Hagerty. What are you buying? Okay, and I didn't get this, but now I do. From thanks to when, you guys, Francisco Marquez. Killed a merchant on New Game Plus Hard Mode Pistol and Knife Only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, kill the merchant. Now I now I get that reference. Oh, yeah. you, the merchant doesn't come back. He goofed That's a up. Top break right there. Goofed and I, I agree with this person from Justin Miller. Can't wait for the remake in VR to be finished. Going to be wild. They're actually yeah. making this game in VR. Yeah, that's, that's what they've been oh, saying. Wow. And I really want to play that. Chainsaw yeah. in first person is going to give me some serious like night terrors. And I'm here for it. When I seen VR like years ago when it was first being developed, there was like this weird treadmill 
that was like I always saw with VR headsets. And this would be like a perfect game for that treadmill because you could walk with it and then stop and that could actually help you aim. But man, I can't wait for this game in VR. This this is going to be another yeah. way for me to play this game. It looks really looks good. Like yeah. That's why when they put it on a fucking toaster, I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll keep re-releasing this game. I mean, Capcom what likes you... money. They're not going to stop. No. I'll keep buying it. Coming up soon. I'm, I bought this on six systems by now, so yeah, I will be too. Even though I'm, yeah. And from Dustin Hone, first time I played this at P- is the PS2 version at launch. It was such an amazing experience. Never had a GameCube growing up. Now I just got started collecting from the GameCube, but I did beat it on several versions now. PS2, PC, Wii, Switch, PS3, and the phone. See, everyone buys the game on everything. Yeah. Yep. And from Jordan Miller, my all-time favorite game. So much nostalgia behind it as well. I was 13 when it came out. My brothers and my cousin would watch me play it. I beat it 20-plus times on three gaming systems, most being on the cube. In my opinion, the biggest accomplishment was unlocking the hand cannon after getting five stars in the mercenary mission. Oh, yeah, that, that. Wow. I think I think the only uh, modern system that this didn't come out was like the original Xbox. Yeah, it didn't come out on that, but it's come I, out every since. But I think everything since then, it's it's come out. Like, that it, it's been a gaming Wii U. system. Was, was there not a, a Wii U version of that? It seems like there should be. Well, it didn't last long enough. The Wii. Yeah, I own. I own a Wii U. I should look that up. There is there is a Wii uh, Wii U edition of, of Resident Evil Four. Then there what? you go. So I think it is only Xbox is the only one that hasn't hadn't come out. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it actually got the the GameCube version, which is a, a bit of a oh, weird nice. piece of trivia. Not the uh, not the HD upgrade. Huh. Huh. Oh, I mean, on like the eShop, you could buy it. You could buy it on the eShop. Correct. It was the original oh. original uh-huh. version. Wow. This, this is why you listen to to this podcast. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> and from real facts. <laughs> Mitch Mitchell. This is considered a classic now, because I call it a classic in my post. Time really does fly by so fast that the new RE still to me haven't had a chance to finish it yet. I guess it's a I guess a few years past. It's different than the usual RE, but it's a nice change. I dig it. I think it's his first time playing it. Sixteen years, homie. I mean that to me. I mean, I consider anything not current-gen retro at this point, even though I know people don't agree with me on that, but that's what I call think, retro. Think, this, I mean, think about this. 16 if years old were, at this point. Yeah. If you were playing this game, what, this game is probably as, like, now to when this game came out is probably, and I would need to check on this because I don't want to be wrong. I'm, I'm going to look something up. That never happens on this show. Yep, hang on. Okay, so... When this, when right, right now to when RE4 came out, which is about 16 years, is almost the same amount of time as when RE4 came out to when Mario 3 came out. <laughs> That's 1988. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it puts it into perspective. Yep. So people get mad about dumb things, but so and and in 2005, you would say Mario 3 was a retro game. So yeah. yes, this is a classic retro game. You are just old. And I am not, and not you, but the listener to, to this. <laughs> yes, you are that old. Well, I'm old too at this point. So Welcome to your 30s, man. Mm-hmm. It sucks. <laughs> it really does. All right, from Wade Miller, currently playing through it right now. Just getting to the church. Damn, I forgot how much I get into this game. And here's a good one from Michael Firethorn. To this day, the merchant still calls me stranger. He has met me hundreds of times. <laughs> how that's, many an aw- that's an awesome name, by the way. Fucking all-time name right there. Oh, Michael Firethorn. Michael Firethorn. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that is a that is a pretty dope name. I hope he listens to this episode now. 
From Christopher Vagnazzi, I replayed this on PS2, GameCube, and Wii recently. All component on CRT, Wii is the clear winner, in my honest opinion. It's a It's like Wii is, is the best version of that game, from what I've heard. So Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. It's a fun way to play it. But like once you get to like the castle, it gets a little hard. It's a little, it's a, little, it's a lot, lot going on at once. Very and having a, yeah, yeah, having some a controller, of those would be tough with motion controls. Yeah, having the controller makes me feel a lot more confident playing the game than with the Wii Wii remote. But it's fun. It is a fun way to play that game, it, which makes me really excited for the virtual reality version. I just can't believe they're releasing this game again. All right, here's a good one um, from the last group. I'm going to read from the giant bond group. I just have a couple, and then we'll be done with this section. From Neil Fowler, I played this for the first time on the Switch and loved it. It's still a fantastic game to this day, and I love how goofy this whole thing is. This is it's so weird to me Switch? that the first time you experience this 2005 GameCube game is on the Switch. But hey, you know what? At least you're playing it. Power yeah. to you. Yeah, again, I just played it for the first time, like, uh, just this past week. So <laughs> yeah. so don't feel bad. <laughs> and it's another one. right now on Xbox, so if, 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 you're, if anyone's listening. Not when I hear this. It's probably true. <laughs> this comes out next week. <laughs> From Charles Charles to be on sale. <laughs> Villavez. <laughs> Having played it for the first time on a PS4, the opening hour was rough compared to later entries in terms of controls and graphics, but eventually I liked the combat and nonsensical plot. Oh, okay. What doesn't age well are the QTEs and that freaking Salazar battle. Escorting a- Ashley really was an issue for me. I never had to hide her somewhere. Yeah, Salazar didn't did not bother me all that much, but yes, yes I, I am I Again, I I think I was done with him in like ninety seconds, but those but those uh, uh, quick time events can uh, can go mm-hmm. can can like uh, what's a nice way of saying like jump in the lake? What the hell? Go yeah, perfect. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna read two more comments and we're done with this section from Sam Wilder. I tried to love this game, but I just can't get a handle on the aiming. I got as far as beating whatever monster was in the lake. I just couldn't make myself push on after that. I did once beat one of the QE, QTEs that my friend was struggling with on my first ever try. I think it involved some goober and maybe ropes. Can't remember more than that. <laughs> You're missing out. Yeah. No, I, I, was okay. at, I was that same way, man. This is, I think, my sixth or seventh time trying to play it, and I finally powered through. It's, it's worth getting over those really, like, janky having to hold down the, the trigger and press A to shoot. It's, it's yeah, definitely it's worth it. It's got its own, its own stride it needs to hit. Or, exactly. You know, click. Yeah. yeah, once once you get into the rhythm of it, it's, it's one of the best controlling games because you have very precise control over what you do until the con- camera decides to just fuck you over. Right. Camera's right. a little wonky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And last comment from Austin Morgan. People always complain about the escort mission aspect of this game, but I feel like the most interesting thing about it is gameplay wise is how it forces you to manage slash prioritize various threats and be aware of everything around you in the big fights when Ashley's involved. I like the water room. I got a greater appreciation for that kind of thing after playing Doom Eternal. Don't like the puzzles in this one, but everything else is good. Some really cool enemy designs and very memorable levels. Separate ways was fun, too. Oh, we never really talked about the small little puzzles that happened. No, we haven't. We should talk about that. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Yeah, I think this was the I like best puzzles of any of the RE games that I played. I feel like they were just <laughs> challenging enough to be fun, and it gives you a little breath of fresh air, and then you get to move on. I didn't find Which them one? too hard. Which one stuck out just to you guys, like being a good puzzle? I like the light one where you have to rotate the three colored lights. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that, and the that. church. I like that one. No, I, I was just gonna say I, I I like the one where you flipped the I like paintings around to make like the fewest number. Oh yeah, the number six of sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a fun one. 
Yeah, that was me. The the environmental puzzles of being with the dogs and like the the small old med- uh, hedge mage. He- he- hedge the hedge mage. mage was a really cool section. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. I like, fucking hated the sliding the sliding puzzle. I feel like oh. it might might be around that area, or maybe a little bit later. You had to slide. It's like an, a three by three uh-huh. grid where you have to slide it. Oh, fucking hate that thing. <laughs> I had no problem with it this playthrough, but I know I've had problems before. Yeah, it's not. It, it can be challenging if you just don't get it right. But I would just got lucky. Yeah, yeah. And I like that the game had it gave you rewards and like small little jewels, but also that the fact you could go around and find certain treasures that could be combined with other treasures. And yeah. uh, and like the small little puzzles were like when you get to the farm section in the village and you can see the small little brass locket. If you shoot it first, <laughs> it falls into the dirty water and you get a dirty locket. But if you shoot the board that holds the well water lid, it closes the lid and then you can shoot the locket. And then now you have a clean, much more valuable item. Yeah, that's, that's a small, great touch. Yeah, that small yeah. little like design choice is just so cool because the first time i see it is like oh cool there's a there's a there's a uh, item i'm just going to get the item sell um, it for a lot of money yeah yeah that's a really neat touch the right. game is just full of little neat touches all over the place so much passion went into this fucking game mm-hmm. totally agree and i think that should bring us to shelf stacker box and for those that are newer to the show or have been stack shelf would be something you really like stack means something you're kind of eh, you're not so sure of and box means something you don't like simple way to put it stack being the great area and nick why don't you go first man this is one of the greatest games of all time it's <laughs> it's I, I i don't really have a lot of negative things to say about this like i'll put this on the shelf i mean i have it for like seven fucking consoles <laughs> so yeah if it, if it comes out on the 3ds i'll fucking buy it it won't be coming <laughs> for 3ds <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. it didn't, to be honest with you. Right? Yeah, I totally would have bought it. Yeah. But probably still would have been an amazing game. So it's going on the shelf? Going on the shelf. All right. How about you, Cody? Oh, oh gosh, totally. No, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this game is uh, is uh, dope. Uh, it's the first time that I ever I ever actually finished it. Like, like I said, I, I don't think I'd played more than 30 to 40, 45 minutes or so. The first six or seven times that I tried, I just captured as the uh, control scheme, and that's saying a lot because I finished five long before I finished this. Um, absolutely love five, love seven. I really dig eight. I love two, three, two make, three make, and I am an apologist for both zero and Code Veronica. I goes right next to six on the top. Six is oddly six. missing from the. <laughs> I, I I have actually never played six either because I've heard it is terrible. That's one of the few. I'm I'm an apologist. I'm a, I'm a six apologist. I it's, I, it's I, damn I cannot good. wait to actually play six. I am going to jump into it at some point when I'm feeling really bad about myself, and I'm going to play in co-op. I, I, I highly recommend a co-op. Just wait no, a couple years. Yeah. I'll reach out to you. Yeah, you <laughs> and we and we will play it for this show. And then I, I actually just played one for the first time um, back in January of this year, like original PlayStation one. And um, it holds up. It holds up yeah, so well. It does. Like it's I was game. so, so shocked playing it for the, for the first time this year. One is really good. Four is now probably in my top three RE games of all time. I am a total fanboy coming back uh, or going to this for the first time. 16 years later, I can tell you that your nostalgia is not wrong this game really is that damn good um it's it's flawed but it is good almost because of its flaws 
if that makes any sense. It does. Absolutely. So this is a total shell. Not quite Snake Eater, where it's one of my top 10 favorite games of all of like all time now, but it's uh it's probably in the top 20 now. It's it is it is that good. If 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 you are somehow like me and you've never played it, literally you can get it for any any console, it's probably fifteen dollars right now. Buy it. It's on sale all the time too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how about you, Blake? Shelf stacker box. Oh, we're fucking we're bypassing the <laughs> traditional paradigm with this one. This one's going straight in the display case. <laughs> in the vault for right. this bad boy. This all time classic. I th- I think I did that for Alice. Where where I said not not only is this on the shelf, I'm going to buy the uh, poster for, uh, yeah. for uh, this game and then put it on 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 my wall, which is yeah. like even beyond shelf. Yeah, this is a the, you keep a mint copy separate just for just for yourself. Well, I, wish I, I wish I could go back in time and find the chainsaw controller for this oh. game. Oh yeah, because so that I heard it's a the worst way to play the game. <laughs> Oh, that play, uh, play with the guitar hero. So <laughs> I I want to see how much that costs right now. Well, I just I, looked at the demo disc. That was that's fifty bucks on eBay. I used to own that, but apparently I must have gotten rid of it or thrown it away at some point because I don't have it anymore. Oh, here's one on sale uh, for the low low price: four hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents. How many pastada is that to the exchange? Right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not good with my with my uh, out outdated spanish currency yeah i don't really have a converter for we can find one on google real fast but i don't want to look (laughs) all right i'll go last so i was actually unsure because when i played through this game i wasn't feeling it but it wasn't the game's fault it was just i mean one aspect of this show is sometimes you got to play games that you just aren't in the mood for like you got to play a horror game and you just don't want to play a horror game and that's kind of how I felt like I didn't really want to play Resident Evil 4. I just wasn't in the mood for this game. But I still had fun, even though I was playing on New Game Plus and I cheesed the village and I cheesed the castle in the game. Stop cheesed me later on because I was getting my ass handed to me in the island. But it, it's still really good. It's going on the shelf. It's still an amazing game. Still great. And someday I'll, I'll play it again, I'm sure. On, on my right. Xbox X at some point or PS5, I'll play it again. Oh, yeah. This is a game I play every 18 months. Just it calls to me and it's like, hey, you should play like 30 minutes of the opening act. And then like two weeks later, like, oh, should I beat it again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how did that happen? All right. So that about wraps up the main part of the show because we've been going for like two and a half hours right now. So uh, first I want to introduce what we're talking about next week, which is not my pick. It's actually Mike's pick, but he's not here tonight, but he'll be here next week. Uh, We are going to be covering the well-known famous rare title, Cameo, the Elements of Power for the nice. Xbox 360. It's a good Cost game. Launch game, too. Yeah, right. I, I yeah, just I started on. playing it. I'm not so sure yet how I feel, but we'll see. We'll give it a try and I'll see what I think. So you well, can hear about that next week. Well, Rare makes nothing but quality games, especially for the Xbox. <laughs> Still remains one of the Xbox 360's finest video games. One of the only launch games. Yes. Wasn't Condemned a launch game? Yes. Condemned is great. Probably the best one. Where is Condemned 3? Where is Condemned 3, Michael? It's missing. It's it would be nice to see where's Cameo 2. We don't, need it. we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and before we... Oh, and if you like this episode, I do want to say we have covered lots of other Resident Evil games. We did Resident Evil 2 Remake in episode 94. Resident Evil Outbreak, episode 73. 
Resident Evil Dead Aim, episode 70. Resident Only Evil 3, the good ones. Nemesis, 63. Re- Resident Evil Degeneration, the film 4. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, episode 37. Resident Evil, the 2002 remake, 33. And the first Resident Evil game we covered on the show, Resident Evil 2, the 98 version on episode 9. Gotta God, get the code Veronica playthrough going next. Gotta I don't want to play five. that, though. Gotta, oh, that's good. Gotta play 5. 5 is fun. Oh, there's, five will there's, come. There are crocodiles in it, and as you can see, I have a Croc right there on my arm. You can see in the webcam. So that's why <laughs> that was my favorite. The funny thing is, the first time we have web- one, the few time we have webcam on the show. Yeah, this is gonna and play. We're all sitting on a US UNSC. Anyone else? Everyone else sees that, right? Or is it just me? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I can see that. That that is hilarious. I was wondering what UNSC actually stood for. It's um Halo. I forget what it stands for. I should know, but it's Halo. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that much. All right, and then Nick, you said you wanted to plug your Instagram account. I do. I cook food, and my Instagram is Finger Jelly and Nick. Okay. That's well, it. I'll follow you after this. Yes. And Cody, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on just about anything at Cajun Crippler. All one word. Uh, you can find me mainly because I am um, sort of laying low on a lot of social medias. You can find me on TikTok once in a while. I, 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 I play around with that, but my main thing is YouTube. I'm making a video about Las Vegas. Uh, the, the current thing that I'm working on now is I did a little bit of a, a documentary. I uh, started at the Mandalay Bay and I walked the entire length of the Las Vegas Strip all the way to the stratosphere in 24 hours. And I got a chip from every single place on, on the Strip. I made it with uh, my very good friend Mike who lives there and it's a little mini doc about the Las Vegas Strip. So uh, check cool. that out. I will sing in Spanish at some point during that film. Watching me lose a lot of money. Uh, that'll be coming to my YouTube channel here in the next month or so. Uh, we okay. are editing that uh, really quick. So just uh, check me out there. Uh, search for my name. Do not search the guy with uh, dreadlocks. If you see him, downvote all of his stuff. He is a very bad man. I am the one and only Cody Laveau. <laughs> Every time you mention him, too. That guy sucks. I will fight him for my name. I was Cody Laveau first. And uh, and I actually kind of ruined his SEO, so he's changed his name to Cody Saint Olivo. <laughs> I am still offering to do an MMA fight versus this guy, and winner gets to keep the name. Is he a singer or something? Then yeah, he's he's like a really terrible. I think like new metal singer. He and, sounds uh, like an asshole. I don't like. He him. is. He has a. He's he's a white guy with like blonde dreadlocks, and he has a lot of really problematic opinions. I will leave it at that. And uh, yeah, I would totally fight that guy. And loser has to has to has to change Give up the name. Yep, I would absolutely do it. Okay, it. and uh, Blake, you don't have anything to plug, do you? No, no. Okay. You you might bump into me at the gas station. <laughs> you seen the, it's, I watched it's the entire. You would see me. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in there from time to Which time. stall in the gas station? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the hole cut into it. All right. And before we go, I do want to mention a couple things. One, I want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Storm, ZP Bite Book, Song of the Cool Kids Squad. You will see a link in the show notes to his YouTube channel. And also, uh, Bill Tucker, friend of the show, who's on the MCU or co-host of the show sometimes, he also, he has his podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40, is live. So go look that up. You will see a link in the show notes to, to his show it's much different than this but it's kind of like it's definitely good to go go look at that and please follow us on facebook instagram twitter and on youtube and please follow our patreon throw us a dollar you can vote in the patreon poll that's coming up that i mentioned earlier at the top of the show 
if you haven't done it, go go do it. It's for one dollar, and then you can vote. And so we don't have we right now we have three way tie. We need to change that. We don't. I don't want a three way tie because then I got to vote and I choose what I do myself. So defeats the purpose of this. <laughs> so do somebody it. vote. And I think that everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Stay cool, kids. Bye.